across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listeners. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's Monday, and what a thrill it was to um, to hear um, such a well-balanced discussion on trans issues on... I say here, I wasn't listening to it. Let me just read some of the uh, texts and tweets that were sent to James. I'm sure, because they're from our talk radio listeners, they must all be so open-minded and caring and loving in regards to uh, people who are trans. Let's uh, Oh, you... Oh my God! What an angry lot of bigots we've got listening! <laughs> what a bunch of nasty people! <laughs> oh. Ah, guys, a good evening. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Catherine Boyle is here. Hi. This is the late night alternative. It's a, a weeknights from ten o'clock. You can listen to us on DAB. You can listen to us on the Talk Radio app. You can also uh, listen to us anywhere in the world online. At www.talkradio.co.uk. We will sit here, we will discuss things, things, and they will be things that I've spotted in the newspapers, and they will be things that have happened to me over the weekend. You are welcome, dear listener, to call in and join in with the conversations, or if you think that there is something we are missing, if a point has been so far avoided in the debate, you are welcome to call in about that. And, um, I should say, if you want to call in about stuff that was, you know, you've been talking, I know James was very busy on the phones. If you want to pick up whatever you were saying, you're welcome to do that as well. It's kind of, um, it's kind of, um, an open mic spot for poets, comedians, speakers, thinkers, and thickos. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Now, here's the thing. Um, some of you will know that I took my two children, who are seven and five years old, to a Spice Girls tribute concert at the Wickham Swan. Now, it wasn't the real Spice Girls. It was still £26.50 a ticket. What? Hey, £26.50 a ticket. Now, Mark, we went because when we came back from New York, Catherine, my youngest came up to me and he said two things. He said, Daddy, have you heard of a great singer called Ed Sheeran? Oh, dear. And do you know a group called the Spice Girls? I thought, ah, this is a pivotal moment in his life. And I honed in on the Spice Girls, because I love the Spice Girls. I've always liked the Spice Girls. I think they are one of the greatest pop groups in the world. They're darn sexy ladies, and they're brilliant pop songs. I've always... The the very first time I saw the Spice Girls, I thought they were rubbish. And then very, very shortly after, it clicked. And I thought, oh, this is brilliant. I was... I don't know, 23, 24 at the time, and I saw them on the reunion tour of 2010, and so I love the Spice Girls, so I was right, right, I'm going to focus on the Spice Girls, and, and now my youngest loves them. So we went to see Wannabe, the Spice Girls tribute show at the Wickham Swan, £26.50 a ticket, even for kids, and we got there... We went to Pizza Express first, and I had, because I'm trying to lose weight, I had one of those pizzas that's got the hole in the middle. 
uh yeah it's less than 600 calories Yeah, because it's less than the pizza it's less than the pizza correct but actually i found it quite filling and for the first time um in a long time i went to bed last night i was under 15 stone well so there done. it is i'm walking a lot and I'm, I'm eating less and it's great so we went and um we got to the, the show was at eight got to the theater about half seven and i totally misjudged the audience right. i thought there would be lots of um, flamboyant homosexuals. Yes. And a f- quite a few sort of parents with their kids. Mm-hmm. I only saw two other kids, two little girls that were about six and four, I think. I only saw one person who was overtly camp, one man who was overtly camp. We can't make any judgments as to his sexuality from that. Um, we can make, make guesses. It was, there was only one. The rest, well, there were about a thousand... It was like being on a hen night with a thousand women. It was, I'm going to say, horrendous. <laughs> it, I mean, it was, it, was, it was nice. We walked in and um, the, the staff were surprised to see me with, you know, a, 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 a man with um, two, two boys. What are you here for, boys? We like the Spice Girls. Um, and there were lots of um, Prosecco and Lambrinis and um, spritzers. I think that they, they did a rush on that. And um, we went and sat down. There were a couple of gentlemen on their own with their raincoats over their laps. (laughs) And, um... Tell you what they wanted. (laughs) And so we sat down, and, um... It, we, I mean, it, I, I'm not a fan of the hen night, mm. uh, and it was. It was. I'm like, not, and I've been on one. It or was. Two. A, it was about a thousand hens. It felt like. And it was one of those hen nights where they wear sparkly cowboy hats. I'm guessing. Oh God, yes! It's loads. not a spa weekend. Well, there were loads of um, old. Um, oh, I'm done. I'm, I'm no. going to say. I'm going to old overweight women dressed up as baby spice. You oh, know. <laughs> um, it w- really was, um, and that's not a judgment on age or weight, but. You know, and um, were there people dressed up yeah oh yeah Brilliant. oh yeah um and we were sat um row <laughs> that, h that would have been me you know that? row h in the middle we had good seats the nice seats and you know we had some nice people to our left we had some nice people to our right although towards the end there's some 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 um what's the word i'd use milfs um in tight leather trousers one had tight satin trousers on and they were trying to get my seven-year-old to dance he was having none of it of course, rightfully so. Anyway, so we watched it, right? And the girls came out and they kicked off with wannabe. Boom. And do you know what? It was flipping brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. They all looked a bit like the Spice Girls. It, they, even in the publicity pictures, uh, even though in the publicity picture Mel B uh, uh, was white, she was black on stage, which was great. They looked like them. They sounded brilliant. They had some dancers. One of the dancers was incredible. The others, you know. Um, but They were it, trying very hard. It was. And, and they came out and they had a great set with, like, these big letters spelling spice that lit. It was, do you know what? It was, it was really, really entertaining. I loved it. And they came out and they did Wannabe. They came out and they did um, the one in the desert. I'm, I'm giving you air. And, and, and everyone was out. My boys didn't want to get because they were a bit shy. And I, I, my youngest is only his 
third gig. He's been to see the Bare Naked Ladies, the Beach Boys, and now the Spice Girls tribute. And I, 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 I'm just wary. I, I had to make it really clear. It wasn't the real Spice Girls. He said, well, can you tell Mel C that we're here? And so I did. I, I tweeted her. Um, and I just wanted to... I, I couldn't quite tell if he was enjoying it. I, I was registering from him intense disappointment. And I kept saying, look, are you enjoying this? Do you want to go? He said, no, 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 this is brilliant. These are my favourites. And he loved it. So we're there, and then they did some album fillers. Um, and um, it, it, the, the songs they did were great. Here's, here's my criticisms, right? First half was 45 minutes, then we had an interval. Right? And um, they sang loads of songs that weren't Spice Girls songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? Well... At the expense of some of the Spice Girls singles. So they sang some songs, and I think they said that the Spice Girls had done those songs on tour in 1997. Right. But that was before they'd had loads and loads of hits. And I, I just felt they were pandering to the the uh, 97% female crowd a bit by, by playing Celebrate good times, come on. We are family mm, i hate no. that song we are yeah, family I do, I, both and those songs. and sisters are doing it for themselves. themselves and they played those and they didn't play songs like headlines or holla oh your favorite i love holla 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 come on holla 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 did they on. do stop right now they did they did that. They did one of the hits in like a sort of jazz version as well oh no it may have been that one May have been that one. And I just thought, if there are Spice Girls hits that you are dropping to to sing Celebration, um, or Sisters Are Doing It To Themselves, then... there's no, for themselves. Is it? Then, I, that disappointed me a bit, right? It did disappoint me a bit. But the boys loved it, and I just... But I, that disappointed me a bit. I thought that was ever such a slight cop out. And this is these are you know. Well, look, if you're going to see the Spice Girls, you yeah. have a Spice Girls song. They're still getting four stars out of five from me because I enjoyed it, and I thought the 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 I thought the um, young ladies that were doing the Spice Girls, I thought they were great. And um, uh, what did yeah. the two um, gentlemen on their own think? Well, one guy left after the first half. I guess he sorted himself out. Um, the other the other guy was, was originally sat in the third row. At the end, he was sat in the front row. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, during the um, they they um, they gave out like prizes. Oh, oh, they gave out prizes, right? So yeah. they, you had to post on their Facebook page a picture, and you'd win, you could win a bottle of bubbly. It's not champagne, Jonathan and Alan. I'll come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, and so they said, oh, we've got um, we've been on the Facebook page, and the winner is Jessica. Jessica's in K twenty four. Jessica, where are you? And we were on the in the stalls, and then there were sort of stalls uh, to the side, but they went up. Uh-huh. So you, but you started on the floor, and it went up. And this woman, this loud woman who I'd noticed before because she was very loud, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. so sporty, ran up there and gave her a bottle of bubbly, not champagne. Well done, girls. That was great. That was great. Then they carried on doing their singing and stuff, and then. Um, towards the end of one of their songs, about 20 minutes later, everyone was looking to the left where this Jessica was who'd won the bottle of bubbly. The not winner. Champagne. Yeah. And I couldn't quite work out what was going on. But a group of women, including this Jessica, were pushing each other. Pushing. Oh. Pointing hard. Throwing their hands up and, and as if to say, oh, F you. <gasps> And it was it was a bit of argy bargy going oh, on. Oh gosh! It's... And everyone was watching, even my boys. Everyone was just everyone was glued glued to the thing. 
And um, even the Spice Girls, they finished the song. They said, all right, everybody, if you look at us now, look at us now. No one did. And then someone got the bottle of bubbly, opened it, and poured it over someone's head. What? Right, right over their head. Right. And there's about 15, 20 women involved in this, right? And then the Spice Girls went, okay, we go and we'll be back soon. And they went. They ran off stage. And the house lights came up. Right. And... And my boys were just stood there watching it. And I thought, I'm going to film this. I thought, I'm going to film this. So I started filming it. And they were, there was effing and jeffing. And, and um, it was great. And then after about two minutes, security arrived and was obviously telling them to get out. And they're going, F off, F off. I'm not effing. And suddenly there were 970 women going, Ow! 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 That's girl power. <laughs> <laughs> and so the women, the 30 women, 20, 30 women, are sticking their fingers up. <gasps> I'm not going anywhere. And they were going, out, you're ruining the show. Out, out, out. And then one of them, and this happened as I turned the camera away, one of them, the one I'd noticed uh, because she was um, loud and had tight striped slacks on. I like, I like um, striped slacks on a woman, I'm going to say it. Um, and I didn't film this, but she... She didn't moon. She pulled down her trousers <gasps> and her thong. What? And mooned <laughs> the audience of the the, the the Swan in Wickham. Wow. And that's so classic. It was so, and then they got escorted out. So suddenly there's a whole left bank is empty because 30 women have been turfed out. And I said to the boys, Are you okay? Are you fine? They said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's going on. This is weird. I said, Yeah, it's weird. Nothing to be scared about. They're just a bit She drunk. just had heavy trousers. And um, then the lights went down and the show continued. The Spice Girls came out and they said, well, we've got some more announcements. This is the weirdest night of my life. 0344 499 1000, if you can top this. <laughs> the we- so we've got some more announcements. We've got, um, is Stephanie here? Stephanie, you're a winner. And so Stephanie goes up on stage and they go, well, we haven't actually got a prize for you. Not giving any more booze out. But your boyfriend, Jonathan, would like to say something. Jonathan, are you here? And I have never been a witness. You know what's coming, yeah. right? I have never been a witness to um, a public proposal. I think they're awful. I think it's unfair. Yeah. And he came out and he got the microphone and he said, we've been together eight years. Out of habit. Nine months, two weeks and six days. And all the women are screaming, ah! God. And he said, I've got something I want to say to you. And he got down on one knee. Oh, God. And he, hey, hey, will you marry me? And she said yes, the silly moo. She did then. She said yes. And then it was all, and then, then they did some more songs that weren't their own. And then they did some Spice Girl songs. Um, it was, without a shadow of a doubt, the most, and then at the end, my, my, my youngest got up and danced, but I had to hold him. And my my eldest just sat there, sank in his seat. And this, this woman, this very, very, very nice, rude to call her a milf, but she was. But very nice woman in her 30s, bit tipsy, was trying to get him up to dance. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's, yeah, good, good for him, good for him. He's so much like my eldest. She will not do anything like that to please anyone it else. It was, it was an absolutely, inc- there was a, a, a riot at a Spice Girls tribute. And then I posted the video on, on Twitter saying that a fi- a Spice Girls tribute thing. I saw. And so I posted it on Twitter, right? And loads of people retweeted it and you got a bit of traction and stuff. And then 
I got... I started getting abused because I hadn't actually captured... The fight! The fight! <laughs> so some bloke went, I'm unfollowing you, you clickbaity C, because there was no fight. I'm unfollowing you, you clickbait... What? Why would I benefit from... What? I'm not making money out of people... Uh, there was a fight, I, I, I didn't capture it, he, and he's called me a clickbaity C... Right, first of all, clickbait is to get you to click on something that's... Yes! Like, all right, generally sort of advertising and stuff. Yes! Yes! Well, he was an idiot, you're better off without and him. And I, I, I was getting loads of you saying, there was no fight. Fake news, tosser. Oh, because like, there was a fight, I just didn't capture the fight, I'm sorry. I, got, I, I still thought the footage of, a th- of 970 women shouting at 30 other women, out, out, out. I still thought that was a powerful piece of uh, cinema verite. Can't please everyone, can you? You can't please everybody. So my review for the Spice Girls tribute is four out of five. It would have been a five if they'd just sung Spice Girls songs. That's, you know, that's that's the thing. that There were some hits that were overlooked. Literally some hits. Yeah, the solo medley I, I thought was a nice touch. Um, but it was just an excuse for them seeing it's raining men. Um, but I, I, I would have, I would have liked uh, drop those three cover versions, girls, and um, sing some of the later songs. You got yourself five out of five. It was great, despite the fight. So, dear listener, um, the, 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 the many, many things to talk about here. Have you seen the Wanna Be the Spice Girls tribute band? Have you seen any tribute band, good, bad, or indifferent? 0344 499 1000. Best fight you have ever seen. And have you ever witnessed or were you one of the two parties involved in a public proposal? I think they are awful. I think they are shameful. I think it puts too much pressure on if you've seen one. And the bloke or the woman's gone, nah, nah, sorry, mate, I was going to split up with you. 0344 499 1000. You'll speak to Sam, he'll take your number, he'll give you a call back. By the way, if you're new listeners, and we're getting new listeners all the time, thank you very much. You don't have to call in about the stuff I'm talking about, okay? You can call in about anything, anything that happened to you at the weekend, any of the big stories, the small stories, absolutely anything at all. We have a policy here that if you wouldn't normally get on a, a, a phone-in radio show, you'll definitely get on to the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, dear listener. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Evening, Jonathan. What have you got for us this Monday Eve? Well, I have some new information regarding one of Nostradamus' prophecies. Okay, this is going to be good. Right, uh, the information pertains to Quatrain 74, Century 5. I can't quite remember Quatrain 74, Century 5, so can you remind me, please? Yes. Of Trojan blood will be born a German heart who will become a very powerful man. Oh. He will chase away the Arabic foreigners and turn the church back to its pristine glory. Gosh. Yes, this is uh, a reference to how uh, Islam and uh, the Islamic populations invited in by Merkel yes. will eventually be driven out of Europe by a single powerful figure. Wow, so who's that single Up powerful until... figure? You? Well, no, no, not me. Up until... Uh, Today, it was unknown who this figure was, other than what was described in the quatrain. Yes. But I've come to the conclusion that the man uh, in question 
that will save Europe from Islam yes. is none other than PewDiePie. <laughs> Um, okay, let's go back a little bit. Sometimes you speak with such clarity and sense that you, you sound normal, and then you start quoting blooming Nostradamus at me. Well, what's wrong with that? Nostradamus has predicted Trump. No, he, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Landing. No, he hasn't. He's yes, put he some, no, he didn't. He put some words down, and, and a brain-dead cretins have you translated those words to to apply to something now they're all vague and and nonsensical hey i've been studying this stuff for almost 20 years so wow. i've heard all those arguments well no but but, but the, just because you've heard them doesn't mean they're not right you, you it, it, he just writes vagaries it's all vagaries well it had to be vague to a certain extent because if he was uh too detailed he might have ended up burnt as a witch right okay but you you know they weren't that thorough they wanted to burn him as a witch they would have done but you know that you can apply i mean what makes you think that this german what what, okay how long ago was nostradamus writing uh the mid 16th century right okay so five six hundred years later right why what makes you think that that passage is about what's going on now. Well, it, oh, you only have to look at what's happening at the moment. Mass migrations, uh, conflict uh, in the world. No, no, no. But what, 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 what part of that makes you think it's about now and not, and not about 250 years ago or, or 100 years in the future? There's nothing, because, man. Because I'm using the time scale oh. uh, uh, proposed by uh, an author called Michael Jordan in his book on Nostradamus that was written 20 years ago. Okie dokie. Um, so, so, and it says a Roman heart. No, it's a, a, a German, a tr- of Trojan blood will be born a German heart. What does now, that mean? It means that this person will be of Germanic origin. He's Swede, PewDiePie's of- Swedish. Yes, but there's a lot of interbreeding between the oh, Germanic Jonathan. and Nordic jo- tribes Jonathan. of the Northern Europe. Jonathan, if you, look, if you look just down around you, I think you might see some of the straws you dropped as you were desperately clutching at them. No, uh, you, he would be the natural leader. He's got the most followers on YouTube. He's being attacked by the establishment. No, he's not being. His no, he's he, humor. no, he's not being attacked he, by the establishment. He's being he's being called out for um, uh, for racism. He's not being racist. Well, bandying the N word around and and um, saying kill all Jews. That's kind of you could see how that could be kind of offensive to people. And it's not it's, as, as jokes of, as, as jokes go context, as maybe. jokes as jokes go. I wouldn't open with them. Well, what is so different about uh, PewDiePie's jokes and those by Amando Inucci about John Motson being an anti-Semite twenty years ago? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the routine about John Motson being an anti-Semite twenty years ago. I don't know that routine. Oh well, um, yeah, apparently uh, it was. Well, apparently. Well, uh, 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 apparently. You, uh, did you see I've it? Got it on tape? Did you see yeah, it? I've got it on tape. Did you see it? Yeah. Well, well, then why are you saying apparently then? Apparently implies you didn't see it. Apparently, because I have to be uh, careful with my exact words. Well, exactly, case, and you, you were uncareful in case then. You get sued. 
Well, what do you mean? <laughs> what happened was that? Oh, Jonathan. Uh, listen, uh, uh, the, the tiny little um, uh, little amount of respect that I, I was, was growing for you has been completely destroyed by you citing Nostradamus. Nostradamus has never predicted anything. It's just Fruit Loops and nut jobs like yourself who uh, go through it and, and try and apply it to today's society. Where's the line where he predicted Trump? Uh, that was uh, Quatrain 73, Century 10. Let's have it. The, uh, the present time, together with the past, will be judged by a great man of Jupiter. The world will tire of him too late, disloyal by the clerical jurors. Right, those words don't even mean anything. What, what, that, that doesn't mean anything at all. And you, well, that, that's Trump's um, victory is in the presidential elections, is it? And also his possible fall. That the meat that Oh the hang on clerical hang on. Is it is it a fall or is it a possible fall? A rise and possible fall. Is, is, so it's, does it does it use the word possible? No. Right. So so is he is he predicting a fall or is he not predicting a fall? If he's this good, he should be able to tell you you should be able to to draw a conclusion he, from this. He is he is predicting that he is he will face uh Extreme opposition yeah, every... from the modern-day equivalent of a uh, no, clerics, no, which no. are, of course, the mainstream media. No, he's not. What, what you're doing is you are just filling in the blanks from your, your absolutely insane mind. Well, this world is insane. I'm that's insane that's not an insane that's, world. No, 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 no. I, I'll give you that. The world is insane, but you're but you're still batshit crazy, man. By the standards of the insane, maybe. No, by the standards of, of normal society, you are 100% bonkers. Really? Yes, really. 0344 499 is the phone number. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. I told you anything goes. Only half an hour into the week, and it's already feeling like a spicy one. Ricardo, how you doing, Ian? Good, thank you, man. What you got? Um, I saw something on your Twitter feed. I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to be controversial. There's something about crocodiles in Florida. Sorry, crocodiles in Florida. Go on. Apparently, they're swirling around the place. What do you mean, swirling around the place? Well, look, there's been a few issues over there, as we all know, and look, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But you're not, hang on, you're not going to whatever what? Why is, that one, well, why is everyone speaking on. in riddles today? Well, no, it's not. Hey, come on, it's not my place to say. But look, but hang on, it's, not your, it's not your place to say what? Well, I don't know. There's, there's um, some crazy stuff going on out there. What, the... the, the Hurricanes and tornadoes and things. Yeah, weather, weather systems. Why is it not your? Why is it not your place to mention that? You're allowed well, to say. I'm not some kind of meteorologist. I wouldn't claim no, to be. Neither am I. But you're allowed to say that there's like hurricanes and tornadoes and and storms going on over there. That's not. What is that okay? Of course it's okay. Why would it not be okay? Okay. Well, all right. There's hurricanes and tornadoes and everything else. Look. Bottom line, Ian. Yes. 
I've heard there's crocodiles and pythons everywhere. Right. Well, first of all, um, Catherine, do you want to correct him on one point? Yeah. You mean alligators, right? Unless this is leading up to a joke. Is this leading up to a joke? Is this a joke? Um, oh. Here we go. Uh, hey. Come oh, on. That's no, I mean... Oh. Alligator... Mm. There's alligators. Yes. And there are also pythons. Right. I don't know whether crocodiles came into it. Okay. Have you um, been smoking um, Moroccan hashish? You said it was pretty good, so, I mean, and this story. I was, never, I was never a fan of hash. It always gave me hot rocks on my shirt and, and sore my throat. <laughs> I was never a fan of it at all. Um, so, what, so, so, uh, right, well, hang on, you got this from Twitter? Yeah, your Twitter feed, to be fair. You didn't get it from my Twitter feed? Yeah. Well, I tweeted that there were crocodile-struck um, alligators. What were you on nowadays? Talk radio or something? That's not... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not... Yeah, that's not my Twitter feed. My Twitter feed no, is no, at no, Ian no, Lee. No. no, no, no. Because talk radio, which I think you're part of nowadays... I work as... I work... I work... I... 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 I work here as a... No, well, I'll patronise you back. Um, I work here as a... I wasn't trying to be patronised. No, 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 but I'll patronise you back because you're wrong. No, I work here as a freelancer. So their Twitter feed is not anything to do with me. My Twitter feed is to do with me. And you didn't read about alligators or crocodiles swirling around in Florida... Um... Uh, on my Twitter feed. Oh, because I saw that on Talk Radio. Yeah, which isn't my Twitter feed, yeah. Oh, so you distance yourself from those guys. It's not my Twitter feed. So where I don't know I don't know how to say I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm saying that's controversial. The at Talk Radio Twitter feed is mm. not my Twitter feed. My Twitter feed is at Ian Lee. But Okay, so who are these other guys, then? What other guys? Yeah, you know, those guys. I've... Uh, have you had... I honestly don't know what you... What other guys? Um, these talk radio guys. What do you mean? I don't know whoever runs the, the talk radio Twitter feed. I don't know. Because they're saying stuff about pythons. They're saying stuff about... Good uh, for them. Crocodiles, alligators, left, right, and centre. Right. And I thought that was under your banner. No, it's not under my banner. Not it... Bruce banner, but you know. Flipping it, dude! What are you? What is going on? Are you having a breakdown? Is this? Is this what a stroke sounds like? Because I've got no, no idea where this conversation is, is started or is going. <sighs> Look, the bottom line is, yes. I wanted to um, lighten the mood. I failed, but I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. And just you've weirded you know. you've weirded the mood. The mood the mood is weirder now. Is it that bad? It's weird. There's like a weird vibe going on. <laughs> Come on, it's <laughs> not that bad. Well, I don't honestly. I've I've got no idea what's happened in the last five minutes of my life. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about because you had some guy phone up and he was being a bit crazy. Let's be fair. I, it would be, it, there's, there's only a fag paper between the two of you as to who's the craziest. Um, yeah, no, 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 hey, look, you know, bygones be bygones, lovely to speak to you again, and 
<clears throat> bottom line is how good is Condor Man and Jackie Chan? Thanks very much for calling. Um, and that, dear listener, is why um, you should never take hallucinogens. I don't know if he was on. That was a strange old, uh, strange old phone call. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo. I think it might be bedtime. I think it could be, sir. Let's go to Jay. Good evening, Jay. What's going on today? Mate, I ain't got a clue. I have not got a flipping clue. I like the way, I like the way he kept thinking he had you in some sort of pickle, like he trapped you with his words. But it was... I, oh, I, I don't oh, understand. Oh, oh, so you don't... So you're distancing yourself from the talk radio, are you? Oh, interesting. <laughs> he thought he got you. He thought he got you. He just made no sense. It was, like, it was like Columbo on acid. That's what that guy <laughs> was like. <laughs> It's great to have Jonathan back, isn't it? Yeah, I he, thought he was going soft, but us. Yeah, he did. He did go a little bit soft, but he's getting hard again. Well, that's actually phone because he, he wound me up so much. You're right. He just cherry picks. So, so that that phrase, "the king cometh with Trojan heart and oh no, Trojan blood and German heart. The Trojans was was in Troy was in Turkey. So is this PewDiePie Turkish? Does he have Turkish blood in him? Uh, the, well, the, uh, hang on a minute. How do you know so much about Nostradamus? I don't. I just know where Troy was. No, oh, I didn't know it was in 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 Turkey. So hang on. Yeah, so I, what would? So, so oh, uh, that ex- that explains a lot. This it was the Greeks that were trying to get in there, weren't they? Hence yeah, the yeah. wooden horse. And and it's not actually far away from modern Germany. I don't think Troy. Oh, I think it's yeah, near the border. So so so. But 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 Jonathan just ignores that. He goes, oh, uh, I think he's Germanic. What about the Troy? What about the, what about the Turkish blood? Any of that? Oh, I'll ignore that bit. Uh, I was into I, I was into Nostradamus when I was about thirteen, when I first heard about him, and it was did yeah. this guy in the five hundred years ago predict World War Two? And then you look into it a little bit and go, no, no, it, no, <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He wrote some words that could very loosely be applied to any situation of the last five hundred years. What I really enjoyed about that call, and there was so much, wasn't there, Jay? Yep. Um, was um, <laughs> oh, he had to be vague because otherwise he would have been burnt as a witch. Because they were because they were otherwise so thorough in their evidence collection, weren't they? Flipping yeah, it. They were so so sorry about their witch burning. Um, uh, I thought most most of the witches were drowned or hung anyway. That's a, the burning at the stake was a bit of a myth. Well, they would have had the top and bottom of it is they would have had him if they yeah. wanted him. They would have made it work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it was. It, 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 it might as well because I've heard people say that recently that thing about Trump because Trump is of Germanic origin because um, as in quite a lot of Americans are. So I've heard them say, "Oh, that that Germanic heart person uh, that is Trump." Well, make your mind up. Yeah. If you want to be mental, at least all agree on one thing. <laughs> it was, uh, well, you know, it, 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 I'm, I'm glad. This is this is the last couple of weeks, Jay. This show has really started to turn into the late-night phoning show I've always yeah. wanted. And it's isn't it wonderful? <laughs> isn't it wonderful that these people feel they can phone me and share this yep. stuff? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm still trying to find the perfect ending of a pop song for you, but I haven't found it yet. Oh, God, don't. I'm, I'm already getting Bill Haley abuse on, on Twitter again. Still? For goodness you, sakes. You're right about him. We agreed, so we agreed, so it's done. Jay, thank you very much indeed. I'm still getting trolled by Bill Haley bummers, I call them. Babs. No, oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, so, what have we covered so far? Spice Girls, Drunk Girls, Fight Girls, um, Nostradamus, 
um, Pewdie, PewDiePie and... Um, crocodile twi- stroke cro- alligators. Crocodile stroke alligators. Although now you're being owned by Billy Hayes, a man I've got a lot of respect yeah. for on Twitter, saying, Is, isn't Florida the only place on earth where crocodiles and alligators coexist? Yeah, in the brackish water. But the thing is, on the Catherine, Twitter feed that and- he was referring to, they were only talking about alligators. Catherine. So, you've, sorry, you've, Billy, no, you've been owned. Sorry, ca- sorry Catherine. <laughs> but but um, Billy has has technically destroyed you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do this week. What? This is what we'll do. We'll go to break in a minute. Andre and uh, uh, Alan, I'll come to you uh, one night. Um, we'll, we'll keep a tally, right, of... Uh, put my name there, Ian. Of how often okay. we're right. Of, of who gets pwned the most by the listeners. Should we do that? We'll do it throughout the whole week. That right? sounds like incitement to poning. Oh, God, definitely. Um, so that's one pwn against Kath's name by Billy Hayes. Well done. So it's... Well, now you're talking about it, I'm yes. thinking that maybe Ricardo was poning you. Because Ricardo... right. you were backing Ricardo... off the Twitter feed. Are you ashamed to talk radio? R- Ricardo poned himself by not <laughs> speaking English properly. <laughs> oh, 344 What a great start to the week. This is the Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth using sleep The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Busy old week this week. Busy old week this week, dear listener. We are um, uh, having a ponership league. Who can pwn uh, me or Catherine? Who who gets pwned the most? Me or Catherine? So far, 45 minutes into the week and Catherine has been pwned once by Billy Hayes. OK, speaking of bills, Bill Haley. Anyone want to discuss that with Ian? Jeez, oh, I mean that's that's pathetic. That really is. That is pathetic. Oh three, but you can if you want. I think he's awful. Oh three four 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 nine nine one. Th- he's a footnote. That's all he is. A footnote. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us um, a call. You are very very welcome. Uh, by the way, if you came and, and played tag with us a couple of weeks ago, the brilliant Daniel Rayner, who is is he was there. He was one of the, you would have seen him filming stuff. Um, he's, he's an artist, you know, in, in the traditional sense in that he paints these insane pictures, but he's also, you know, he's an artist in that he makes films. He has made a beautiful psychedelic movie. It's about 14 minutes long of the game of tag and the sort of surrounding environs. Um, and it's stunning. And Billy Hayes, who's, who's pwned you already this evening, has, has played some music for it. It's absolutely great. You can see that on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash rabbit hole. And I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm going to be using Twitter less and less because I'm finding the, the, the further away I am from Twitter, the, the, the more balanced I am. So I will still be using it and there'll be times I use it more than others. But the two places where you need to go if you really want to get the inside goss on me is uh, the uh, youtube.com slash rabbit hole and also my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-W-E. Uh, final advert, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to some calls. Uh, this coming Saturday, it is our only... Catherine and I are doing a show as part of the podcast festival at King's Place. Sunday, this coming Sunday. I do apologise, I think I said Saturday. This coming Sunday uh, at King's Place, uh, we will be recording three or four episodes of The Rabbit Hole. I think we're on for about an hour and a half, so it'll probably be about three episodes. Um, and you are very, very welcome to come. There are still about 118 tickets left. Um, which is quite a lot. Uh, but we've got about 80 to 84 people coming, which is cracking. We'll have, a, we'll have a really, really good night. You can come, you can take part, but if you're one of those people that doesn't like taking part, you don't have to take part. 
And then what we're going to do is once we've, we've finished the show and we've cleared all our stuff up, we're going to go to the bar upstairs, I think it is. Um, and there'll be a little area. They're going to cordon off a little area for us, I think. And we can use that and we can go. And if you want to come and have pictures taken, if you uh, want to just, you know, come and say hello and all of that stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll hang around because it's a Sunday night. We don't and it's we don't need to rush off so quickly. So we will hang around as long as you, you need us to, um, to to take pictures and we'll make sure that everyone, you know, we get to spend some time with everyone. That's this Sunday. It's for our Rabbit Hole podcast. Uh, and if you want tickets, um, if you Google King's Place, Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, any combination of those, it will pop up and we would love to see you there. Back to the radio show, 0344 499 Good evening, Andre. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm Don Oslo Don at the moment. You, you're, da- you're down Oslo Don? Don Oslo Din. You're down... In you've the garden. Da- now, listen, Ian, right? It's been really weird callers tonight, actually. Well, I'm glad you brought bit, some, I'm, some, some I'm, I'm sensibility. I'm a bit worried about it. Yes, I'm glad you've brought some sensibility to the show, if not manners. Right, yeah, because, now, listen, right, you know not to darm, that rings a bell with me, yeah? <laughs> it does. And funny enough, you know you sound like Romans? Oh, I've got Roman nose. It's roaming all over my face. Is it now? No, 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 no. Hold, hold on, because I was just going indoors. It's cold out here. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yes. Right, I'm indoors now. Okay. Right, and don't say turn the radio down because I know you're going to. Well, is the radio on? Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll turn it turn it down then. <laughs> right. Yeah, radio's down. Right. What I was going to say. Are you are you at home alone, Andre? Have you not got a woman there? Didn't you have a girlfriend? A girlfriend? Did you say? Yes. A what one? That's the traditional number. I can't say too much. Okay. Right, yeah, I was going to say, um... Player. Yeah, Sunday night. Is there any, uh... Liar. Parking spaces? Oh, yeah, loads. It's in London. Yeah, yeah, but can I park near the venue? Oh, God, well, Sunday Sunday night, you can park pretty yeah. much anywhere in London. Don't have to pay off six o'clock now? No, I don't think so. As long as it's on a single right. yellow, and there'll be loads of single yellows around there. Hang on, does that mean oh, you're coming? Okay. Yeah, it does it. <laughs> if he's paying, Kath, I don't That's mind. Right, can I come in? Yeah. No, of course. Uh, uh, as long as you're you're buying a ticket with money, yeah, then... I'm the, I've got the t- what's the name of details you give me. I'm going to turn up. I think I Th- fancy it. That is wonderful, and and we How's fancy that? we fancy you as well. Yeah. Well, you, you, don't speak don't speak to cattle like that. Okay. Well, thanks thanks for calling, All Andre. Right. Yeah, sit down. There we go. Uh, let's go to our other resident idiot, Alan. Hip, 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 hip. Good evening, Alan. Yo, 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 Kath. Hiya. What were you doing 16 years ago? Sorry? What were you doing 16 years ago? Um, oh, I know exactly what I was doing uh, 16 years ago. I just had a rehearsal for a panel show with uh, Nick Frost and with Lauren Laverne. What about you, Kath? I was probably in bed because I've been working all day. Because it was 9-11. Yeah. And it's, yes. Or as we as as we call it, the eleventh of September. Uh, I was on the train going to college when that incident happened. You sound you seem very keen to let the world know your alibi. Because sixteen, I did get involved. The first I heard about. Are you sure you didn't get involved, Alan? I'm quite sure. And the first I heard about it was when I received a phone call on my mobile phone from my mate Neil Aldridge, and he told me a train had gone in the road, a plane had gone in the World Trade Center. I thought it was some sort of movie stunt. Yes. Um, like from Die Hard 2. And have you got, here's the thing, have you got any evidence to support this, Alan? Because I know the police are still 
keen to uh, meet people that could help with their inquiries into the tragic events of uh, the 11th September. I've never been to America in my life, Ian. You would say that, though, wouldn't you? No, I've been telling you, because I have have never been to America. If I want to go to America, I'll probably go to the birthplace of Nostradamus. Thank you very much, uh, indeed, Alan. Um, Someone's, uh, oh, the brilliant, hang on a second, let me get this up, because it's a good old, uh, it's a good old tweet, this. Puts it all into perspective. Martin from the Ram Album Club. Remember Ram Album of Club? Of course I remember. You know, there's a book coming out. Yes. You know, I'm in the book. Oh, I Oh, try. yeah, published writer. Published author. Yeah, published I'm in the Ram Album Club book. I'm a published author. And with many other excellent writers, I'm in there. And uh, I look forward to um, signing copies. If you want to bring a copy to sign on Sunday, I'll why, sign it. Why are you talking like you're squeezing one out? That's my author voice. <laughs> Um, he's just he's just tweeted a, a thing from Frank Lampard. Now Frank Lampard is a football man. Yes, yep. married to Christine Blakely. Well, good for them. Frank Lampard, who's the one married to Louise Nerding? That is Jamie Redknapp. Mm, it's a bit iffy, that isn't mm-hmm. it? It's a little bit iffy. That oh, well, I wish them well. Frank Lampard on nine eleven and how a bad situation became even worse. I'm guessing this is from his autobiography or his uh, <laughs> diaries. Oh. I was going to say memoirs. The world, so this is Frank Lampard, the world was still in shock and the roads were noticeably quieter when I made my way towards the training ground, which is adjacent to Heathrow Airport. The sombre atmosphere was made worse when Ranieri told me that my blood test had shown a low iron count and that I was being given the day off. It just goes from bad to worse. First of all, those two aeroplanes smacking into the building, killing uh, upwards of 5,000 people, and then being told you've got a low uh, iron count and you're getting the day off. This is outrageous. But don't worry, guys. Frank Lampard was very, very brave, and he pulled through. He pulled through. That's all that matters. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll have a look in the papers after the news. Here's the thing. Um... Because I finished Netflix and Amazon Prime is pony. <laughs> it really is absolute rubbish on there. So I've started investigating. On Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to other channels. So I started um, looking at them. And, and there's a Bollywood channel. There's, there's, lo- there's a couple of um, sort of fitness channels. There's some boring channels. And then there's two that have piqued my interest. One I'm going to... Um, sign up to later i think is the mgm channel they've got classic mgm films on there and mgm of course metro goldwyn mayor mate they you, you'll remember them because the the movies start with the um the big lion um uh, roaring and you know how that do you know how, how they got the lion to roar no no not finger up its bum um but close electricals on its testicles <gasps> no oh, yeah 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 they electricals would, they would electrocute his bollocks and um it would but he was strapped down so he couldn't move um and and so metro metro goldwyn mayor have made some wonderful wonderful movies and i'm really looking forward to getting a week's free subscription and watching 232 movies in a week but in the build-up to that i've signed up uh, again for a free week and i'm going to cane it to shudder tv is that filth Shudder. No, 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 it's not filth because I've got to be careful because the kids use my login. Um, so I have to, this is on a different, uh, no, it's horror, horror movies. Oh. Spooky.
Rocky movies. Are they crap made for TV ones? Uh, no, a lot of them are rubbish. Uh, a lot of them are old classic Dario Argento, the old Italian ones, which I don't really dig. Some of them are brilliant. And so I've watched three films since yesterday. And the first one I watched was flipping horrible. Mm-hmm. The Collector. The Collector. And it's about this guy, right? He um, He breaks in to rob this rich family's house, right? But as he's robbing it, he realises there is somebody else already broken into the house. And he realises this when he finds the family being tortured. <gasps> and the house is full of booby traps. Oh, it's and it started off, and I watched the first 20 minutes, and I went, oh, this is rubbish. But it's got a really good score on IMDb, but it looks rubbish. Flipping it, it was horrific. It was relentless. And I kept thinking, I wish this flipping film would finish, because it is awful. But it was brilliant, but it was just relentless gore. I believe they call it torture porn. So I watched that. And then afterwards, I thought, oh, I fancy another one. So I was flicking through, and I found another one that didn't score quite so highly on IMDb, but scored quite well. Pontypool. And it's about a late-night radio host in Canada who gets put, does this rubbish little late-night show. And then slowly, as they're broadcasting, they realise that the, the town is turning into zombies. <gasps> oh, it was brilliant. And then I watched the film today starring Frasier's brother, as a nut job, and that was not one was not quite. That was good, but it was not quite so good. But I enjoyed this Shudder TV horror movies, and that, that, so I'm going to do it for a week, and I might subscribe to it for a month. It's only like four ninety nine or something, and it's it's horror movie. I like horror movies. Do they make you frightened? No. Do they make you jump? Oh, the 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 collector made me jump. Oh God, it made, made, made me jump. And as I was watching, it, I was thinking, I'm gonna have nightmares about this. Uh, I, it was it was perfect nightmare fodder. Oh, thoroughly, thoroughly recommended. Um, dear listener, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. For the first time this evening, we have a completely clear switchboard. Very busy first hour. Often drops off in the second hour. So if you want to give us a call now, would be an excellent time. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. You can call about absolutely anything: horror movies, Spice Girls, fights, Nostradamus, nine uh, eleven. If you if you so wish. My name is Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative. You're listening, of course, to Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Monday evening, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I've got to say, Rocky is taking the news that Bill Haley sucks very, very badly. He's he's trying to have a pop at me about the monkeys, making jokes about them being a made-for-TV um, group. Well, yes, of course they were. That's why they're so wonderful. And what's wonderful is it's 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 uh, like Pinocchio becoming a little boy. It's like Spock, uh, Lennon Nimoy actually becoming a Vulcan. They became a real group. They defied the odds and they are still touring longer than a lot of their contemporaries. Whereas so, Bill Haley remained an, 
an old man oh, and a disappointment to his fans. Bill Haley was always old, had um, one notable hit, and was 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 a footnote in music history. I don't know. Here's the thing, Rocky. Rocky, I'm not twelve years old. I'm not as petty as you. You you can have to <laughs> make the digs about the music I like, dude. But, it, it, that, 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 but to quote Batfink, my wings are like a shield of steel. So that's a no ponership. But you want to claim a ponership yes, on me? Yes, so okay. well, Sally does. Yep, yep. Lions were not electrocuted no. for MGM; they were trained. No, I know. I know it was a joke. Because they, they weren't electrocuted. Which it was, was a joke. Yeah. It was a joke, was it? Yes, it was. It sounded real. Well, what do you want me to do, Catherine? Do you want me to play for the whole week? Do you want me... In fact, this... Tell the truth, yeah. This counts as a ponership for you, because you believed it, didn't you? Oh, you believed it! Thank you, Sally. 2-0. <gasps> I'm not playing this game anymore. Oh, you believed the it! The game is bent. <laughs> it's a ponership. No. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. A quick little recap as to where we've been. We've talked about Spice Girls, the uh, tribute bands, fights, hen nights, Nostradamus. We had a really weird call about crocodiles and alligators. I've, we're sending that one off to the laboratory um, to uh, to see if they can make head or tail of it. Um, we've talked about horror movies. Uh, we talked about uh, obscure TV channels. All kinds of things. If you want to join in the conversation, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Simon's on the line. Good evening, Simon. Find a cake. Yeah, le- well done. The classics are coming back. Hip, yeah. hip, hip. Lemon drizzle. Yeah, lemon drizzle. That's what you said last time. Yeah. I'm going to say Jaffa. Uh, Don't be so rude. Oh, it's no, not his man. fault. He wears tight oh, pants. Man. I was going to pony you, but now I'm, I was going to pony in, but now I'm going to pony you. I'd like to see you try. I'm not convinced you're capable of that, Simon. But no, let's have a go. Probably not this late hour, but any day of the week. Yes. Okay, well, what what is the purpose of this um, delightful badinage? <laughs> well, I listen. So if you listen every now and then, you go contribute. Also, wouldn't be a radio station. Boom. Say say that again. Um, just say it again. But slow it slow it down and put your mouth really close to the phone. Okay. I said, if you listen all the time, occasionally you have to ring in to contribute. That makes that that. <laughs> um, uh, uh, that doesn't follow any rule of logic at all. So you're saying that everyone who listens has to phone in at some point, otherwise the radio station doesn't exist. Is this like Schrodinger's cat? Is the cat alive or dead? The, of course, the, the, we all know that Schrodinger's cat, Catherine, was. Is, was it alive or dead? Well, um. It's it neither alive, it's me. neither dead, it is both alive and it is both okay. dead at the same time. And that's to prove that, um, uh, um, uh, that beings can exist in two states simultaneously. Possibly. Well, no, it's no possibly about it, Simon. I've read up on it. Scientifically. Hey, Schro- here's the thing. Schrodinger's cat, where he puts a cat into a box and they release poison and does the cat alive or dead. That's the thing. Oh. It, that was like three paragraphs in a whole um, essay that he wrote that was thousands and thousands of words long, and everyone focuses on the, on the cat thing, which is uh, which is crazy. So, Simon, it, 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 you've you've made the radio station exist for a little bit longer, which is which I'm grateful for. Thank you. Is there anything yeah, I'll you talk about something else? Go on, on then. 
I've took I've drunk a few times, been very drunk, but this time now you're I'm just now you're just quite drunk. Yeah, I'm sober enough, I reckon. Well, I'll be the judge of that, and the judge is giving yeah. the thumbs down. Well, come on, let's. What do you want to talk about? Well, what have you called in to talk about? Well, uh, lots of things. That I heard you talk about nine yep. eleven, and I can remember where I was then on nine eleven. Okay, go on. Well, when I heard about it, I was reversing off my drive, yep. about to go and get my currency to get to, to the Dominican Republic. Oh. And uh, we was going to fly out the next day. Making a quick getaway. Well, no, because we didn't. No, cause it, <laughs> no, because it was just like, oh, we're going on holiday tomorrow. Oh, what's all this about? And it was all, like, well, it was like big tragedy, wasn't it? And, uh, I remember, uh, 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 and I've, I've... And I got there anyway. Yeah, yes, OK, well, that's great news. Um, I, um... Well, you well, well, I was rehearsing a, a show hosted by Joe Cornish of Adam and Joe for Channel 4. Um, and Lauren Laverne, Nick Frost, and I don't remember who else was on it. And I was a little bit late. Let me just put that name up. Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on, you write that down. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. And I was a little bit late, and I remember, and this must have been when the... Because when I entered the building, the first plane had already struck. So this must have happened um, just as the first plane was striking. I was locking my car, and on the other side of the street, there was what looked like a homeless woman, and she started shouting at me. Can you hear me? I said, yes. Can you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And that, and I've always tried to draw, as we like to do, human beings, I've tried to make some kind of spiritual connection between that woman shouting, can you hear me, to the tragedy that happened. It was just a coincidence, of course. But, um, yes, I, I remember that. And we were trying to write and rehearse a comedy show and i remember um we every 20 minutes we kept going out to watch the tv and see what was going on but i kind of missed most of it nick frost was getting very excited about it i totally missed it yeah. kind of well, almost totally missed it i was um a district reporter in milton Keynes. Oh. now the cunning thing about the milton Keynes office was that it had very rubbish um radio signals so i couldn't listen to the radio and no television yep. so i was doing what i did generally in that office which was playing mahjong and twiddling my thumbs yeah and waiting for press releases and occasionally making some phone calls and then i thought i'm gonna fess up and say i've got nothing on and does i've got nothing to do and um do they want doing anything doing uh, in luton and i rang up and i said uh is there anything going on that i can help out with and they went <laughs> you are joking aren't you and then they explained to me what had happened, and I had to get hot-footed over to Luton. Hi, Chihuahua. Where it was completely the opposite, and uh, it was all hands well, on deck. Well, if, if, if uh, some of our um, more devout, extreme um, religious callers will, will uh, to be believed, I bet in Luton there were black men and Arabs, quote-unquote, high-fiving and uh, revelling in a carnival atmosphere, just like there were apparently on the streets of Liverpool. Well, astonishingly, no, there and weren't. And also in Birmingham. And also in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, well, so I'm so uh, so you got to the Dominican Republic. Was it a good holiday? Well, it was a bit like everybody was watching the TV, what yes. had happened, and, yes. you know what I mean? It was a bit of a... We, I think we got out there on the, like, madness of it all. But, Wasn't Paul uh, McCartney supposed to be on one of the flights, one of the... Um, uh, the, the four, four or five planes, and maybe five. Paul McCartney, I, I, I think I've got this right. Was supposed to be on one of the um, terrorist f- 
fly- flights that were hijacked, hijacked by terrorists. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And for some reason, he missed that flight and was on. It was an internal flight. Uh, 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 they're all internal flights, I think. And so he missed that flight. So he was he was sat on the plane for the to to, to go off. But then that was just as all the planes were grounded. I'm oh, sure wow. Paul McCartney was. Yeah. Imagine, imagine. I'll tell you something else. Yes, Simon. Go on then. How old's Kath? How old's Kath? How old do you think Kath is? You know I'm still here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but I've got, a, uh, I've got a, probably an interesting story to tell you. Right, oh. but you want to know how old she is first? Yeah, well, only because I don't know if she'll know about it. Well, how old do you think she is? About 65. Yeah, that's not far off. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, say, I've ponied her. Have I ponied her or not? No, no, you've just insulted her. Oh, sorry about that. I've got, I obviously misunderstood it. You misunderstood so, it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was on an holiday, on about holidays going wrong. You're always on holiday, you are. Well, not really, honestly. If you really know me, I'm never on holiday. Well, I'm you say never on holiday. Th- literally, most of this conversation has consisted of, of, of two of your holiday stories. <laughs> anyway, right. In 1988, there was um, a, a cruise, like the Titanic, what sunk. And it was in um, uh, the bigger harbour in Price Harbour in Greece. Yeah. And um, I was at a school called T.P. Riley, and <laughs> the ship sunk. <laughs> this is really mad, but she, if she was a news person at this time, I'm on about Cass, um, she might remember it, because she was on about... Well, remember uh, what? That you were you went to, to Greece? Well, no, what happened? It was quite serious at the time. It oh. was just after, after Zeebrugge, and, uh, yeah. the, and it was called um, Jupiter, the ship. And it sunk, basically, an Italian freight ship. And you were on it? Yeah, I was on it. I lost my tea towel, burned boot. You lost your tea towel? Tea, yeah. <laughs> and his name you was were on a boot. ferry that sank and you lost a tea yeah, towel? Yeah, a cruise ship. Hang on. I don't belittle me. And I'm from Warsaw. I'm just trying to fill in the, the huge <laughs> gaping blanks in this, in this story. Yes, okay. I, I'm you, 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 uh, in your head. This is coming out as a great story that everyone can follow at home. You're like a, a young Peter Ustinov in the prime of his life, but to us, you sound like a, 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 a the, the drunk person that um, sits by the you know those bins, those big metal bins for the Humana charity where people put clothes in. You yeah. sound like the drunk guy who um, sometimes get gets stuck in there. To be honest, yes, yes. So you were on a cruise and it sank and you lost a tea towel. No, yeah, me teacher. Your teacher? Oh, your teacher died? Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. Well, how did you escape? Well, uh, like all the rest of them. It was like... Well, uh, that's that, that's, that's that answered. He escaped like all of the, all the rest of them. Flipping heck. I mean, what is... <laughs> the full moon was last week. Is there is there full moon residue all over the country at the moment? Because that's what it feels like. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, man alive. Feels like we've done a week of shows in just an hour and 15 minutes. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Ah, now... George Michael has sent his first message from beyond the grave. But he hasn't. Um, I was, I was going to say, that we know of. Oh. Um, George Michael 
This is in uh, the Daily Star. A fine, fine newspaper, if ever there was one. Not as fine as The Sun. George Michael has sent his first message from beyond the grave to say Jerry Halliwell will make a big comeback. Uh. Oh, I like Jerry. I like her, I just don't like her singing. She's what she called now, Jerry Horney. Horner. Okay. Here's the thing, I knew that. I was just making a joke. I know. The late singer got in touch with a top psychic who used to visit his home for readings. Find this guy, Ian, he spells his name incorrectly, Lawman. 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 Ian Lawman says the careless whisper star who died on Christmas Day last year has been in touch with him three times. During the first two visits, appearing at the bottom of his bed and then in his car, former chart topper George never said a word. But the third time they spoke, George predicted a huge return for former Spice Girl pal Jerry. Can ghosts tell the future? Can, can ghosts Nostradamus? Well, I didn't think they could. So is he just giving his opinion that I well, think I think Jerry because his opinion as a as a he ghost was a friend wasn't he? But so. his, his opinion as a ghost is as valid as his opinion as a human being. It's it's an opinion. You're right. They were friend, very good so friends. So he would say that. He'd say, "Yeah, He's gonna be back with a bang." Yeah. So get get see if we can find this Ian Lawman. I'm just tweeting like to, him now. I'd like to 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 get the ins and outs of this. Um, former most haunted star Ian said. Um, I nearly did a voice for Ian there, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to hold back. So we're trying to get him on. George was a very, very spiritual person and a big believer. During the latest visit, he told me how he was big mates with Jerry Halliwell and that she will be making a big comeback. He also, so he's, he is making predictions here. He also claimed there will be big changes to the music industry in the next five years. Well, you could say that at any point in history. In the next six months, the way things go. And it will be more about live music. Well, it is now. Albums don't sell, unless you're like one of four people. Albums don't sell. Oh, did you see the brilliant clip of Liam Gallagher making himself a cup of tea? Yes. Oh. And, and blaming people for nicking music. But yeah, oh, All right, mate, listen. You, th- th- no one's buying your Liam Gallagher songs because they're pony, right? It's not, it's not, that's not the downward trend in music. That's the downward trend in your talent. But it's a great bit of fun. I like Liam Gallagher. I'm being harsh there. I, I think he's, he was very, very polite to me once. Very polite I like to me. his chutzpah. Yeah, and I think he's funny. I think he's a really funny character, and I like him a lot. Um, Ian, who claims he has also had visits from Princess Diana and Michael Jackson, says the singer did not go into detail about his death. There are always visits from famous people. There's never visits from Joe Bloggs. But he's a celebrity psychic. Ah. But he added, George said he was happy now and in a place where he wanted to be. The psychic will front... Oh, he's got a TV show coming out. Mm. The psychic will front Celebrity Ghost Hunt Live, taking the lights of Ryland Clark and Stephen Bear. Yeah. Who's Stephen Bear? He is another reality TV star who was going out with Charlotte Crosby, you know, the one that's famous for wetting herself. To Haunted... Harwich Redoubt Fort. I um, they're bringing back um, Dancing on Ice. 
Celebrity Dancing on Ice. And I said to my agent, I'll be up for that. Listen, I, right now I could do with a really big cheque of about 40, 50, 60 grand. It would be really handy. Who couldn't? But it would be super duper handy for me, right? And he said, well, they're booking people like the Geordie Shores and Love Island. That's all, all they're booking is, is, is Geordie Shores and Love Islands. Yeah. That, the, it, the, the whole tele- television is eating itself and it will not be televised. The thing is, you've not had enough nip slips in your time to Sorry? be What's relevant. What's a nip slip? Is that a, a nip slip? Oh, I thought you meant slipping in a nip. What? I don't know. I don't How'd even... you slip in a nip? I wouldn't How like big to... are your nips? Um, um, well, they call it... A t- um, yeah, well, I, I'm, an, I'm an old dinosaur. I'm an old dinosaur from the from the the, the late nineties. Well, even though I was, it was actually the eleven o'clock show was only on for two weeks in the nineties. I think mainly it was two thousands. I don't know anymore. But it's all sex, sex, sex now. Yeah, yeah. I've had sex. I can do it. I can. Yeah, have... we've not had sex on telly. So I've I've got a video. Uh, I'm an old dinosaur. I would love to go on something like uh, Dancing on Ice because. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun. You learn a new skill. It's a personal journey. You get a big fat check for a load of money. That, that's what it would be. I'd love... I, 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 do you know what? Because I've been offered those kind of programs. I was offered the, the, the Jungle. I was offered Big Brother. And I always turned them down. Do you know what, Kath? I'm ready for those. I'm ready for those shows. And if you guys are listening, I'd like to come and do your shows and get paid handsomely for it. Is television ready for you? Oh, God. Imagine the fulvoli if I came back on television. It would be game over. Game over, guys. I would own it. Um, Dom's on the line. Good evening, Dom. Evening, boss. You all right? Yeah, good, thank you, Matt. I'm bunged up, and I, I, and I don't know what's going on. But apart from that, I'm hunky-dory. Excellent. I'm not uh, I'm not quite drunk or stoned yet, so do you need me to bring back in a while? No, no, no it's good to speak to someone uh, straight. You sound um, you sound a little uh, um, uh, um, morose, that's the word. Morose? No, I'm fine. I'm good. Well, you sound a bit mardy. No, not at all, mate. All right, mate, calm so, down. Now you're no, getting a cob on. All right, it's getting... <laughs> Very tense. Hi, Catherine. Hi, uh... I saw that uh, programme you, you were supposed to be hosting with George George Lamb took over. That sleepy one. Well, say I was supposed to I'll be hosting it. it. I, In his own mind, he was supposed I, to be hosting I feel, it. Oh, I right. feel I should have hosted it because, I, A, I would have been much better than George Lamb. Uh, B, I would have stayed in that... Um, porter cabin for five days they'd have had to prize you out oh god the thing <laughs> is he knew right he never had any flip i, I know george a bit uh, 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 he likes his his um, wine his women and his, the comfort of his own flat right he was never going to stay in there for the full run because okay. he knew that if he walked out he would still get paid that's the problem, isn't it? You should be paid pro rata yeah, exactly so. what was that show paul ross used to do no win no fee is that what it was called? No, what was it called? Uh, um, um, no, no, well, we, 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 it was called Win, Win, no, win no Fee. And so, if he would only, he would only get paid if um, the contestants didn't win. And then to, to make, right, and I don't believe that for a second, but then to prove it, he would hold his contract up in front of the camera and it had circled a bit that said Paul Ross will not get paid if um, contestants win. Because contestants won on it every day. It was quite an easy quiz. What was that? Oh, 0344 499 1000. What was that programme called? 
have no idea, but aren't they, aren't they um, very stringent union rules, sort of just poo-poo duck straight oh, away? Oh, no, the unions in TV, they died out in well, the 80s. Well, also, it was probably his production company, I'm guessing. Um, it might, it might well have been, it might well have been, but unions in, in, in the, the TV industry got broken in the late 80s, early 90s, there's no, there's yeah, no unions. I'm reading a book about the, uh, Breakfast TV and TVAM and all the unions. In oh, now, here's the thing, here's the thing, right, I ordered that book because apparently I'm in it, and I tweeted, I tweeted, I've ordered this book, and someone went, ah, I'd think twice before reading it if I were you. Oh, no. Really? And I said, why? And he said, the author's not such a big fan of yours. So I cancelled oh. the... What's the book called? Okay, it's on Kindle on my phone. I can't check. Flipping heck, it's Kindle on my phone. Yeah, apparently he's rude about me in there. I I like... Rise got... I thought Rise was funny. I, I, will, yeah, I, I, will, Rise. I will defend Rise, um, not to the death. That would be ludicrous. But I'd defend it in an argument with someone until they got too gobbling and go, oh, yeah, whatever. Then I'd walk away from it. But I, I always thought it was a good show. I thought it was brilliant. I had to set the safe for it. Watch it until I had to leave. I'd go where college, work, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, watch it when I got home. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Good stuff. Uh, ghosts. Yes, sir. Have you, I don't know if you mentioned it, um, Ghostwatch 25, 25th anniversary, whatever it is? I, I never watched it. Everyone keeps saying I should watch it, uh-huh. but I know, uh, but there's no point because I know the gag. This is the thing with. I watched it and my grand scared me. Parkinson, yeah. Smitty. Oh, I miss Mike Smith. Sarah Green. Oh, I wish Mike Smith was still around. It'd mm-hmm. be good to, it wouldn't it be good to say, coming, coming up after, uh, half past, we've got Mike Smith coming on to talk about, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I bet he was a really lovely bloke, Mike Smith. One of the good guys. And, uh, yeah. he's gone, unfortunately. I thought you, I would like Mike Smith. Sarah Green's getting play again, though, on telly. Is she? Yeah, I've seen her. Do oh, good for things. her. Yeah. Hey, let's try and get Sarah Green on. I'll have a look. Let's get Sarah Green on, because I've always liked her, ever since, um, she was in the swish of the curtain. Oh, yeah, now we've got some Sarah Green fanboys in the house. She was in a, um, a children's drama called The Swish of the Curtain uh, before she was on Blue Peter. Oh, mm. yes, 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 indeed. We'll get Sarah no, Green. I remember that. Anyway, I'm going to that night. I'm going to, there's one in Manchester. What do you mean there's one in Manchester? October the 30th is in Manchester, and then we come down to what? Out there, London. What, are, what is it? Holiday. What are you talking about? It's a Q&A. It's watching the thing, and then there's a Q&A with this uh, documentary. Yeah thing about the phenomenon for those who don't know it was uh, uh, billed as a live tv show hosted by parkinson and um there were like loads of haunted spooky goings on and then they all died at the end or something but it was um what it was, was he called pipes the man huh? yeah there was a mr pipes on it particular ghost yeah that was supposed to be a bad a very bad man and um did anyone get entered anally though that's the question no i mean it was before those days where that happened on television all the time wowzers oh god they're constantly ramming their um anal agenda <laughs> down my throat <laughs> <laughs> craig charles was in it as well i love craig charles uh yeah uh, yeah I got but the thing was because sarah green was on it in parky no one could possibly think it would be a hoax so no. they had yeah they had us by the cojones all the way through it was oh, great definitely yeah that um Veri- no, not Veritas, that's truth, isn't it? It had that, it had that sense of real where yeah. it's like, well, there's got to be something wrong. And it was before it became quite commonplace to have, you know, hoaxes on TV. It was, you just couldn't believe it. It was uh, it was really well, well, was it well done? I don't know. No one had done it before and it gave it a certain power, didn't it? Yeah, it was original. It reminded me of, was he a programme with Michael Aspel behind the scenes when he was with Pamela Anderson or something? Yes, <laughs> where he supposedly had that? all these love children. Oh, that looked, yeah. that was awful, wasn't it? I do like people who play against the... Uh, Is Aspel coming on? We, we approached Aspel, didn't we? Yeah, I never got anything back, I don't think. 
Okay, well, let's approach him again. Okay. Never heard from uh, never heard from Richard O'Sullivan. I didn't think I would, but I did send Richard O'Sullivan a very nice letter, but uh, didn't hear back from him. I don't want to bother him again. Oh, I might send him another letter. You never know. You never know. I read about the, uh, the nursing homes and the... Uh, that made me really sad, that, when you hear about the entertainment homes, retirement homes. Well, there's, the yeah, there's one really famous one, and um, it's a lot of, you know, big stars go. But Richard O'Sullivan has been there for a long, long time, because I, I think he had a little bit of a problem with the booze. And then mm. I think he had a few strokes in the early 21st century, so... Um, yeah, it's sad. Like, again, Richard O'Sullivan was 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 great in Robin's Nest and uh, Man About the House. Um, uh, me and my girl and I used to, th- you know, Dick Turpin. I mean, Dick Turpin on a yeah. Sunday night. Dick Turpin and Swift Nick. That was terrific. That oh, was cheese sandwich brilliant. and a cup of tea and watching uh, watching Dick. I used to love it. I used to love it. I love a bit of Dick on a Sunday night, Dom. It's been sad. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I I think we do a comeback for a, a decent sort of highwayman type film or TV series because yeah. we had that Plunky and McLean a few years ago, which is pretty crap. Yeah, but there's been nothing since. Oh, well, Dom, let's see if we can make it. Have a lot of movers and shakers listen to the show, Dom. A lot of movers and shakers listen to the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I look like a hero. Um, 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Sheila. Uh, It's actually Rich. Hello, Rich. Yeah, I could be Sheila. Why does it say Sheila on my screen, then? Oh, because we phoned you before, and we're kind of... It's just quite sad, really. We're kind of a duo. There's nothing sad about being a duo. I'm I'm a duo with... Um, sorry, what was your name again? Up yours. There we go. Well, uh, yeah, no, 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 not in a traditional sense. I think last time you phoned, you said, are you two kind of like, mm-hmm? And we were like, oh, no. Well, now I, I can hear you're obviously, you're obviously gay, so that was was foolish of me to have, <laughs> ma- to, to have made that. You sound a lot camper this time than you did last time. That's true, actually. I was, I was kind of putting on... Uh, do you know what? I am quite feminine sometimes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing yeah, wrong no, with that. Absolutely not. You know, I, I just kind of... I don't know. Maybe I'm playing to an audience. I'm not quite sure. Wonderful. You're certainly uh, playing to a, a bartender at some point. Why is everyone <laughs> drunk on a Monday night? What is going on with this country? I don't know what's going on with the country. It's broken Britain. It, it is broken Britain. There's too many, like, weirdos, racists and kind of people who, I don't know, should be talked to quite severely. <laughs> they, need a, they need a finger-wagging. And a dressing down. Yeah, exactly, a really good finger-wagging. No I mean, one wags no one wags their finger anymore. You do it all the time at me. I do oh, not. You do. And you, you shush me. You, uh, Ian, you do. I bet you wag your finger at Kath all the time. How do really, you know? He's got abnormally long arms as well. well what does, how does this fella know? What, 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 where, where's your evidence? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, Ian. Have you got extraordinarily long arms? I yes. do, actually. I've got... This is my... my uh, the, the curse I have to carry with me everywhere. I can never <laughs> find shirts that um, fit me. I had great trouble. I can't find shirts that are long enough. They're all half an inch too short. There have been times on television programmes where they've bought me shirts, and what they've done is they've they've cut around the fo- the, the, the the what would you call this area? The forearm here? No, the, what'd you call this? Um, you, you, the, the sleeve, the, like, gu- the guns. Where, 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 yeah, where, the guns. Where your wrist is? No, higher up. They cut, bicep. They cut and then they put they rejoin it with straps. 
So it's an inch longer. You're kidding me. No, I used to do that a lot. What, like, suspenders for your arm? Yeah, yeah. I did wonder, yeah. the 11 o'clock show especially, yeah. I remember that. I was yeah. like, Mm, Ian's arms are a little he's bit like, strange. He's like Mr. Tickle. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's exactly like Mr. Tickle. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not quite, alright, that was a cackle. It's not <laughs> quite a superpower, but it's pr- it's as close as we can get in, on, in, in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I had a superpower, I don't think I could wish for anything more. Um, why can't we tickle ourselves? Why, where, what is it? Did you know it's coming? You know it's coming. The element of surprise. No, no, no. Because cool. I had a me and, me and my youngest. We had a tickle attack today, and yeah. where we just tickle each other, right? And I always okay. destroy him. But but I knew he was going to tickle me, and it still tickled. Oh, he tickles really well now. He's great. But you're saying that when you try and tickle yourself, it doesn't tickle. It doesn't work. Right. My most ticklish point is is behind mm. my knees, and it's just it's, oh yes, it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Do you know what? Maybe maybe I'm an aberration of the tickle world or something. Sorry? But I can actually tickle myself and shut it will the tickle. Front door. No, I'm not. I'm shutting no front doors. I'm what? opening the back door and the front door and the, all the windows. How on earth do you get any work done with that talent? <laughs> it, yeah, well, that's true, actually. Well, go on then. You, well, you, the next question is: Will you do it for us? Let's hear it. Well, I, okay. Well, we're, okay, okay. I tell you what. Without being too like bizarre, where would you like me to tickle your balls? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. I don't. Yeah, yeah it's it. With your tongue. Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where, 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 all right. Uh, the, the, the traditional under the arms. Okay, under the... No, 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 okay. I'll I tell you what, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do what I know for a fact. Well, don't give me an option if you're not going to indulge me. I'll okay, okay, okay. Do the Ian, bell back Ian, up. <laughs> Ian, Ian, I, I, you know... Okay, I'm tickling it under the armpits. To be fair, they're a little bit sweaty, so I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Yes. But um, I'm Go giving it a purchase, go. you can you? No, you, can, you can't. It just feels like... I feel like I'm in, I'm in the swamp of doom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not working. Okay, so where, where is where now. is the most ticklish part on your body then? Describe it. Okay, do you know do you know you just said underneath the underneath the knees? Is that is that the same for you? Uh huh. Isn't that funny? Well, go on then, fella. Let, let, we're listening to a man tickling himself underneath his knees. I'm, I'm, but okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it tickles. I mean, I'm not going to go crazy. Oh, flipping! That, that was an. You're not going to beg yourself to stop. That was an anti-climax. <laughs> no, I know, but I could put it on and go, ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm so ticklish and when I'm tickling myself. It, it, if someone else were tickling me under my knees, I'd be rolling on the floor like some kind of thirsty spaniel. Yes. But, um, yes. Can any other animals be tickled? Because you can... Dog Dogs likes, you can tickle. No, no, no. It's not a tickle, though. It's more like a, it's more like a scratch. They don't... They, they, enjoy, they enjoy it. It's more like a scratch yeah. with a dog than it is than it is a tickle. Um, I get you can tickle a fish, can't you? Don't they tickle trout? Well, that's yeah, of course you can tickle a fish. No, 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 no. But that's uh, but that's just a phrase. You're not. At, uh, t- tell Sheila to shut up. <laughs> Sheila, shut up. Thank you. It's not. You're not Thank actually you. tickling a fish. That's that's just a phrase. You're, you're just gently pretending to be water with your fingers, so it, it comes oh, into you and you grab oh, it. Oh, I didn't realise that. Oh, so good. it's it's kind of wrong to tickle a fish. Yeah. Oh, it's tricking. Yeah. Who's tickling <laughs> Sheila? 
Get Sheila to... I'm, can not, she, tick, I'm not tickling Sheila. She's, she's now got... She's gone mad now. Can Sheila come and tickle you behind your knees? Sheila, can you come and tickle me behind my knee, please? Thank you. Yeah, you are. You are you're terrible at tickling, to be fair. Hello. Hello, Sheila. Okay, um, I'm going to pass on to Sheila while she tickles my knee. Okay. Well, I am going to tickle Richard's knee. Yes. But I'm very bad at tickling. I've been told before that I'm rubbish <laughs> as a tickler. So I'm going to try. Who's told you I'm... you're rubbish? He has. Oh. He's told me that. So, and you two very still aren't an item. Wow. People have as well. So I'm just going to do it. I'm tickling Mum's knee. I'll put him back on so you can hear the effect. She didn't. Oh, okay. Now she's tickling. No, it's like it's like um, it's like something from Eastern Europe. Yes, but not in a good way. Okay. I don't know what that means. No, no. It's like she's scratching. Like she's like like Ask her, me. Have you got socks on? I have actually. Take your socks off. Okay, we're I'm going taking... there. We're doing it. The yeah, the socks oh, are going off. That's no, it's not special. <laughs> oh, good. No, 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 I don't think you... Oh, no, I think you should... Oh, she's still tickling me under the knee. Go, go for the feet. the feet. Go for the feet now. No, she looks horrified. Go for the feet. <laughs> no, she's just not... Like, no, she, Sheila, you're just not... You're not... Oh. Yeah, no, right, I'm, all right. She's not doing it for all right, him. All right, Get her to do the thing on your knee where she puts her fingers and thumb together on your on your oh, kneecap. Oh, yes. Oh, it's... No, no, no. The, all the fingers and the thumb. And then you've got to push it down and open it and then pull it back. Has she, has she got nails? Because nails will be a killer. Oh, yes. You know, she has got nails. She just started, like, attacking. Like... Ow, 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 ouch. Wow, that's... Okay, just... okay. Sheila, Sheila, Sheila. Ian would like you <laughs> to do that <laughs> that kind of, like... Ah? On the knee. Yeah, like a, like a spider's web opening. No, you know, massage... No, you just go like, like that, yeah? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm explaining. So, so that it's like a little claw on the front of the kneecap, <laughs> and then it's kind of slowly opening like a... And this is on the radio! Like a wonderful <laughs> guardian. This is on the radio? No, it's not on the radio. Oh. Sorry, Ian. That's okay, Richard. So, is she doing it? <laughs> yeah, she is, and she looks horrified. Okay. She's actually really scared. Okay. Well, maybe we uh, should I, stop her doing it. I don't want to see Yeah, no, I think you can... You, I think you should stop. I think Sheila should describe her traumatised... Trauma... Sheila sounds as bored as, as I think, the rest hi, of the... Hi, Ian. I didn't like that very much at all. Well, you... you well... <laughs> what that was all about. Well, we you, just to let you know, you had the right to say no. I don't want to, to force anybody into, into anything that they would feel uncomfortable. Oh, no. I, you always make me happy to talk to you. I've okay. only talked to you a couple of times, but you cheer me up. Would you be up for sucking his toe? Oh, oh no. No, 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 that's no. one step too far. That one step too far. So why yeah, are you like... two drunk this evening? Why are we drunk? <laughs> why are we drunk? Because we don't have work tomorrow. Why have you not got work so... tomorrow? Because we did unusual hours, so mm-hmm. tomorrow's not working day. So, so tonight is drinking. We're kind of one of these people that annoy their neighbours because we have a bit of a party on a Monday oh. or a Sunday, all these like awkward days, God. and people think, "Why are you doing that?" Yeah, but, um, I don't like you. 
Yeah, we're probably, yes, the people that you hate. We play sort of Morrissey and um, Swade and dance around loudly and um, annoy the people downstairs. Well, Sheila, it sounds like you're having some great 90s fun there, and I suggest you turn up the music and and drink a bit more and dance a bit more. How's about that? Thank you, but we will try, if we can, to pop over and see you on Sunday. Hey! We'll love to do that, C- we're in London. Come along. really want to come. Come along, we're come really along, it'd be nice to. to meet you. But I've got, we've got some work before, so it's just yeah, about like if we can get there, so I hope we can. Sheila, really want to come. we hope we get to meet you on Sunday, thanks for the call, see you later. Can we have a pizza? Uh, yeah, of course you can. Okay. Bye. See you Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone who comes can come and take a picture. I don't think those guys are ever going to get together. <laughs> what the hell was that? This has been a very weird show. I want show. to live with them. They sound like they're a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it's hell in that house. 0344 <laughs> This is The Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. <laughs> 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Weeknights from 10. Uh, Monday to Friday, it's the late night alternative of me and Lee. Catherine Boyle is here too. Word. Um, there's a podcast you can get. Uh, we have uh, generally one, quite often two podcasts a day. There'll be a 30 minute best of. And uh, if we have a guest on, we'll also put that as a separate podcast. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on uh, Pocket Catcher, Podcatcher, all of your usual podcast um, places. You get it if you type in Ian Lee, Talk Radio, it comes up. And there are loads and loads and loads of them. Also, if you go to talkradio.co.uk, you click on the funny section um, and the, all, all the podcasts are there as well. And I thoroughly recommend them. Um, when was when was the killer crown killer crown killer clown thing? Was that last year? Or was yeah, it this year? I think it was. Wasn't it in the lead up to um, Halloween? That was it. Yeah. The the killer. Gosh, that was that was nearly a year ago. Mm-hmm. Where you know it's it's like the middle of September now, and it's we we went out to to go to the shops to get a sandwich at about ten to eight. It was night time. It was dark, and the c- clocks spring back, fall forwards. That's right, so yeah. they go forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. When's that happen? October, I'm going to say. October the 25th, the clocks go forward an hour. So we... Um... We'll remind you at the time. Well, and the killer clowns, you'll remember this, dear listener. It was this thing where there were supposedly killer clowns appearing everywhere with, like, knives and chainsaws and, and, and things and um, terrifying innocent souls and yet we could not find one actual piece of evidence to suggest that this was happening and in the, this country because it was happening a bit in america wasn't it I'm, the videos I, seem to be from america i'm du- i'm dubious about the i'm dubious about the ones in america but certainly in this country and um they would put pictures in the newspapers but then a little bit of research revealed that these were just library pictures it was just stock pictures they'd obviously just t- gone into the photo department by the way we remind me this uh we've been invited to the um who owns us news uk yeah we've been invited to have a look in their photo department by oh. a listener we've got a listener works in their photo department Beautiful. 
like thousands and thousands of unseen pictures and it's the, it's, it's the news uk photo library and he sent me a few pictures of the beatles and the beach boys and stuff they've got everything so we'll go there one day and we'll uh we'll record some bits and pieces there because that'll be, be cool. uh that'll be fun wouldn't it um but they just obviously just, just typed in scary clowns and then put those pictures and everyone thought that was the thing well now the scary clowns, the killer clowns are back. They're mm. not really back, but we're being told they're back. Oh, what a surprise. The film It is coming out about a killer clown. Yeah, and the screenings have been attended by certain Mr. K clown. Party shops are cashing in on the creepy clown craze that is sweeping Britain. It's not sweeping me. It was just one of those um, stories that was made up by the newspapers, wasn't it? To sell newspapers and to to keep us in a perpetual state of fear. Yeah, the thing is, though, my daughter, who was at the time seven, she she was quite frightened um, about it. All her friends were talking about it as if it was happening in our town. You you, you finished. Sorry, you you kind of just that sentence petered out. No, just saying. No, no, but it petered out. I had to tell it was nonsense. I had to bite my lip because I think I've got a spot on my lip. Um, Petered out. And th- I thought you were going to say more, and there was just an awkward silence. Like that. Terrifying it-style masks are being flogged for just 99 pence online, stoked by a remake of Stephen King's horror tale. I like Stephen King a lot. I used to like Stephen King a lot. The Tommy Knockers, it carry the shining cujo pet cemetery christine christine um the one where there's a virus that wipes everyone out the fog is that his no that's james herbert uh. um i used to like james herbert as well but james herbert i used to like because you'd always get you always get a bit of shagging in there and um, when you're a teenage boy, that's what we had to read. But that was tradition, wasn't it, in horror movies? That it was, you know, she would get, um, and then she would get bumped off. I'm not talking about horror movies. I'm about horror books, novels. Oh. But here's the thing about Stephen King, right? And it's what it's what puts me off reading any more of his work. He can't do endings. He's never, in my humble opinion been able to do endings one of my favorite books of his was the tommy knockers isn't it the, the, the guy finds like a ufo buried at the bottom of his garden or something and he goes mad trying to dig it out and his teeth are falling out and his hairs and all of this stuff and in the last 20 pages is like and then he, undug, he dug it and then it went off back to space well it's always you get you, you know when you remember you were younger you would kind of You'd be reading a book, and the Stephen King books, they were quite thick books for a 13, 14, 15-year-old mm-hmm. child to read. And you'd look at how many pages you had left. you go, ooh, not many pages. I wonder how, wonder how he's going to turn this one around in the, the remaining 50 pages. And very, he, he couldn't. The Shining, the book has got, I mean, the book is nothing like the movie at all. Um, he hated the movie of The Shining because it's nothing like the book. He hated it so much that he did a TV movie of The Shining, which is awful really awful from like the 80s and the 90s and he claims that that is better than the movie version of the shining that's how much he hates the movie version of the shining but the ending of the shining was disappointing i seem to remember he just can't do endings it i thought was you want to tell him he's wasting his time used to be a massive um cokehead that's how he used to write a lot of his he used to be so prolific because he was just doing cocaine constantly i'm gonna write i'm gonna write 
Do you wow. reckon that's what happened at the end? Then you just burnt out, went asleep. Maybe a lot of my favourite authors uh, can't do endings. Uh, uh, Murakami, the Japanese writer Haruki Murakami, um, who I really enjoy. Although I find his books a little bit samey now. They all involve cats, because cats are mystical in Japan. They all involve somehow an ordinary person passing through to an alternate universe. And again, the last 20 pages, and then everything was was back to normal. All right, all right. The two best Haruki Murakami books, if you'll indulge me for a second, uh, dear listener, are uh, what I talk about what I what I talk about when I talk about running because he runs marathons, and um, and that's really interesting and quite inspiring. And the other brilliant, brilliant book was about the sarin attacks on the Tokyo underground about fifteen years ago, twenty years ago maybe. Um, and he spoke to people who were on the train. It was, it was, you, you, if you're old enough, you remember this that there was a, a, a Japanese terrorist group and they uh, let this sarin gas off on trains, a very deadly gas. And he spoke to people who were on the trains, people who worked on the trains, and he also spoke to some people who were in the cult that did it. And it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating book. That's a great book. He got the ending right there. Fans can snatch up Twisted Pennywise's entire outfit for less than a tenner in time for Halloween. Oh, speaking of Halloween. Oh, yes, the Paul Hollywood dressing as the Nazi. Paul Hollywood, what is this? What is lost, Paul? Paul, what is lost? He's not really done. I mean, in the great scheme of things, he was going to a TV-themed dress-up thing so as someone from Hello, Hello. I mean, I, 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 I Someone's do think... got it in for him, haven't they? Yeah. Well, he's well. He, he used to put it about a bit, didn't he? But um, I, I do think, in the great scheme of things, dressing up as a Nazi—it's not like he was then going off to a Nazi sex party. He wasn't being an actual Nazi. Yeah, it's not as if he was going around being anti-Semitic. He was—he was dressing up in. Okay, maybe not a fun costume, but he was he was dressing up as a character from a TV show. Hello, hello, is a TV show, you know. And there were there were Nazis in it. There were sexy Nazis. Helga, oh my God, Helga was sexy. Um, it's it's not the the, the worst thing in the world, and they're now calling it um, his Nazi. Where is it? It's on the front page of one of the papers. Um, his uh, here we go. Bake Off, uh, front page of the Daily Mail. Bake Off Hollywood, my regret over Nazi fancy dress. I mean, am I, am I right, dear listener? I, I've, I mean, it's not as if he was, I was reading, uh, I'm reading a lot about The Who at the moment. And, and uh, Keith Moon, a man I've got very little time for, and Vivian Stanchel from the Bonzos, a man I've got a lot of time for, would, um, would parade around Gold as Green. Oh. Um, dressed up as Nazis, goose-stepping, where, where, where there are a lot of Jewish people living, in that, for a gag, for a gag. And I remember being a 15-year-old kid and thinking, oh, that's funny. Now, as a 44-year-old man, I think, flipping heck, I mean, jeez. Jeez, that would be... Uh... I'm devastated. Shame of bake-offs, Hollywood over Nazi uniform fancy dress. And the male of... Um, Deconstructed his dress, cap badge, crossed swords and laurel leaves motif worn by German officers. Eagle badge, emblem of the Third Reich and worn by the German army. Armband, the red armband with the image of a swastika was also known as Sturmbind and worn by Nazis. The iron... We know, we know what a Nazi uniform looks like. 
Bake Off's, we'll come back to the clowns in a minute. Bake Off's Paul Hollywood said he was devastated at causing offence after a picture emerged of him dressed in a Nazi uniform. The celebrity baker was yesterday forced to defend himself for wearing a military outfit bearing a swastika for a fancy dress party. The controversial picture is likely to cause outrage among fans of the Great British Bake Off. Um. Speaking after the image was published, Hollywood 51 said he'd dressed up as a character from the BBC wartime sitcom A Lower Low. He'd enjoyed a few drinks at the White Stag pub, which is where the picture was taken. He then headed to the party. He, in a statement, he said, I'm absolutely devastated if this caused offence to anyone. Oh, God. It's, I mean, am I right, dear? This, I've got this right, haven't I? It's it's all a story about nothing. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's the Daily Mail calling out for someone dressing as a Nazi. The and Daily I, Mail. And I used to support Nazis in World War II. And yeah. Quite racist now. Um, I, this, 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 this isn't a story, is it? This is this is all, uh, you know, had he been having, um, you know, Nazi-themed sex games, again, actually, you know, but he, he wasn't being anti-Semitic. He wasn't um, uh, 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 being disparaging towards Jews or gays or gypsies, you know, or, the pe- the dis- or disabled people. That He's that, that na- going to a TV fancy dress party. He went as Nazi from a lower low. I don't... I don't really think there's any story there. Maybe you disagree. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. It always gets a little bit quiet on the phones around about now. I had a busy hour there, and then the next hours tends to be a little bit quiet. So now's a great time to give me a call. 0344 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. If you're not sure what to call in about, I'll give you a little reminder after the news of what we have been talking about. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. Some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty it's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or poison from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. By the way, guys, if you like good music, and who doesn't, um, 
watch this space. That's all I'm going to say. Watch this space. Don't want to give any uh, spoilers, but could be some new good music coming your way pretty, pretty soon. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. This is the late-night alternative. Don't forget, uh, uh, at any point, if uh, uh, we haven't done it yet, but if we think the show is a rock-in, we're going to have a radio lock-in. So if the show is going really, really well one night, we're allowed to keep going beyond one o'clock. So um, stay tuned. Is it tonight? I don't know. We'd need a few more phone calls, I think, to, to make it worth um, worth doing. 0344 Here are some of the things we've talked about. The Spice Girls. Fights. Hen nights, Nostradamus, drinking on a Monday, clowns, Paul Hollywood and his uh, naked uh, naked Nazi Ferrari, um, ghosts, George Michael, um, <laughs> anything when you put crocodile it, stroke alligators, crocodile stroke alligators when you put it or nine eleven. Um, when you put it like that, it sounds like a, an absolutely nuts show, doesn't mm. it? Uh, you can call in about any of those things, or if you've, you've just got home from work, or you've just arrived at work, or you've just got in your car, or, or, or whatever, um, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. I really can't stress this enough, okay? This isn't one of those formulaic shows. And people say, oh, you keep saying this all the time. I do think some people don't get it. You can literally call in about anything, as long as you don't swear, as long as you're not libelous. And even I've got that cover because I've got the dump button here. Uh, uh, you, you can call in about anything. I've approached a guest on Twitter. Remember last week I was talking about God and um, uh, this guy's written this book about how we're being uh, aliens are amongst us yes. and all this. I've been in touch with his people on Twitter and I said, we'd love to speak to Marshall um, if you'd be up for it. He said, OK, well, what would you like to talk about? And I said, oh, you know, God aliens the universe stuff like that and the guy replied yeah great sounds like a could be a good interview so um we could you can literally call in about anything and 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 i listen to talk radio a lot speech radio i should say i listen to the local stations the the national stations and in in this country i think it's incredible that speech radio phone-in radio has never taken off as 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 big as it did you're right yeah Oh, flip, it's boiling. The, 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 the speech radio is not as big as it is in America. And um, I, I always find it strange that there aren't more stations. There should be a hundred stations that you could tune in day or night um, of all kinds of views. Right wing, left wing, liberal, um, uh, all of these things. And there's not. There's there's two national stations. There's two national stations, us and LBC. Um, there's there's Radio Four, but that, I I think that's that's separate. And the local radio has three hours, six hours a day. I, I just think it's terrible. We're served terribly. But you can call in here about anything. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. It's Barry in Weston. Ian, uh, how are you doing? And Catherine, I'm all right. How are you, Ian? I'm all right. Thank you for asking. Oh, okay then. Yeah, right. Uh, just to get back to the old Bill Ailey thing oh, again. Oh, uh, not again, Barry. Yeah, I, I know, Catherine, I know, but, you know, I, I, I'm i still a little bit sore about the rubbishing that Ian did on Bill Ailey, you know. It wasn't um, rubbishing, it was just telling the truth. Well, taking away, you're taking away a little bit from the guy's contribution. 21 chart entries from 1954 to 57. 
Uh, okay, how many of those could you have named before you went and looked them up over the weekend? Well, I could name a lot of them because I lived through them. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I can name a lot of them. I mean, the first one... The, but, the why first you one... O- but why are you only coming up with this information after you've looked it up? Well, I didn't. I actually so mentioned... You, so, I hang on. I, I, so, I you knew... You knew there were 21 chart entries. You knew yeah, that... Sp- I've counted them up tonight, but you I said... You knew that specific actually, number? The ones I mentioned and the ones that, that I, f- I first sort of become aware of, uh, Bill Ailey, was, was Shake, Rattle and Roll in 54. And then 56 was the main period, and then you got Rock Around the Clock, but then you got See You Later, Alligator, uh, Razzle Dazzle, Rockin' Through the Roy. There was all Razzle of Dazzle? No one's heard Razzle Dazzle. Oh, well, somebody must have done in 56. It got to 13. Well, th- th- Barry... Why are you pretending you haven't looked this up? You're quoting specific numbers in a specific time period and a specific chart position. Well, Information that you were unable to provide when we had this conversation last week. And now you've, you have blatantly, and Barry, I hate to say this, you've lied to me and you've lied to my listeners by claiming you haven't looked this up no, when we know you that, have. Ian. You just, I didn't say that. You I did. Said, I asked you I if you looked it up you... and you said no, you knew it. No. I said to you last uh, on Friday, <laughs> Friday evening. <laughs> on Friday evening, I, qu- I, I I give you about six songs. Now, what I've done tonight, I've gone through them. You've looked and them I've up. Also, I've also done another comparison because you got this big thing about age with Bill Ailey. No, 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 hang on a minute. But you, Barry, you said you hadn't looked anything up. You looked them up. I said this evening I went through these to make sure. No, no, I, no, no, Barry, Barry, and we'll, I'll let you carry on with this 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 embarrassment yeah. in a minute because it's uh, it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel as far as I'm concerned. I'm having to do nothing here. This is this is like um, uh, uh, meditation for me. But I, I asked like you. Night, I specifically said, "What you have looked these up?" And you said, "No, I haven't." And then you started quoting chart positions to me. There's no way you you knew that Razzle Dazzle got to number thirteen. There's no well, way you course, knew. Of course, of course, of course, I of course I looked up to see what. So they why did you say that. that you hadn't looked them up? But like Rocky, I lived through this era. Why did you say that you hadn't looked them up? Because I said to you on Friday, no, I, no, no. I why? gave you about six. What I've done tonight, I've actually looked at the chart position. Well, you told me. I hang on. You told me. To, you told me. You told me not five minutes ago that you hadn't looked anything up, and now you, you, you're saying you're. And here's here's the thing. And I tell you what, people say. Why do you focus in on on, on stuff like that? You, because it's important. Because if you're prepared to lie about something like this as simple as this then i have to take everything you say with a pinch of salt you understand that don't you barry i i think the thing is i respect your knowledge of music and i want to be sure that i've got my facts right and that's fine and then you should have admitted to looking it up when i asked if you looked it up and said and saying no i haven't looked anything up that's fine no but what i said to you was that i knew the songs before i said said i actually i actually ripped off all those songs to you on friday you said you hadn't looked anything up can I just mention another thing? Is it going to be another lie, or, or...? No, I don't think they're lies. I think it's a bit well, of you've, you've told... You've to- well, you, me saying, you've looked word, these yeah. up, and you saying, no, I haven't looked these up, and then it, it, it becoming apparent you had looked them up, uh, that is a lie. But, OK, next point. OK, right. You sort of rubbished him on, on age, and, you know, he was a little bit older, and, uh, again, I, I think at 29... We had his first hit in 54. 
You've got another uh, great who was very much associated with the music scene via uh, via uh, Skiffle, which was Lonnie Donegan. It was 26 when he had uh, what, what was considered to be the first hit, which was Rock Island Line. Um, you know, no, so there's not here's, a here's, 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 No, no, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Right. I'm not rubbishing him on age. The fans rubbished him on age, appearance, and in-concert sound because they'd been sold... A lie. They've been sold rock around the clock, and the, the 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 sound of a hip, young, rocking cat, and then this overweight man who was uh, at least ten years older than the kids that were, uh, were going to see him was with this square-looking band, all wearing matching, checked jackets and, and there was an accordion in the band the fans were 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 embarrassed when they saw him that's a that's an historical fact you're missing the point about the actual and you're sound. ignoring you're everything you're ignoring every you 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 bring up a point i challenge it and you ignore the challenge uh, do, do no, talk I'm about the thing the i just challenge. said um, I, I actually said to you on friday that i accepted in relation to forget Elvis friday Bentley. barry forget friday right we're having a conversation now right okay. do you agree with the fact that um, when Bill, a significant majority of Bill Haley's fans saw him in concert when he came and did his tour in 56 or 57, um, that they were um, uh, embarrassed and upset? Because by then, and this is a point that I made, they'd seen Elvis Presley. No, 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 no. No, no. incorrect. Incorrect data. No, it was because they were seeing Bill Haley for the first time. That's what got them so angry. They felt lied to. They felt betrayed to. Betrayed by. They saw Bill Haley. It was not to do with Elvis Presley. They hadn't seen the man in action before. They saw him and they were disappointed with what they saw. They'd been sold apart. He was more manufactured. He was more manufactured than the Monkees, than the Partridge family, than any of those plastic groups. But then this is where you're wrong because they had actually seen him. They saw him on film. They saw him on Rock Around the Clock. They hadn't seen him in concert and it's a completely different thing. Well, maybe they hadn't seen him in concert. They saw him in concert in 57. But by yeah, 57, exactly. But by 57, Ian, they'd seen Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley... So you're saying that no one, no one could be successful because after Elvis Presley because they'd seen him. What a load of old crap. So as far as the chart's concerned, then, 21 chart entries from 54 to 57, that is not very good in your opinion then it's not it's not um uh, uh, chart positions as you well know barry are not uh, a merit do not necessarily reflect the merit of a song a load of rubbish gets in the charts you, you're saying you're saying um uh, mr blobby who had a number one right um how many number ones did bill haley have in britain uh, he had about one, two, about three. Incorrect answer. Think. He had one, right? He had one number one in this well, country. Well, they were re weren't they? No, 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 no. He had one number one in this country, right? No, he had one in 55. Well, go on then. What was that? 
That was Rock a Beat in Boogie in 55. 17 weeks it stayed in the charts. No, 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 no. That got to number oh, four. Well, like, well, listen, okay, if you want to play, if you want to play the numbers game, Barry, I'm, I'm a million times better than you, right? This book, this brain is like a, is like a, a Guinness Book of World Records compiled with the, um, uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. He had one British number one. That was it, right? And so you, you, you're actually, uh, you're, you're actually denying finish. then you're that he didn't have a rock, uh, he didn't have a, a number one with rock a beat and boogie. Well, well, yeah, he didn't. Well, he did. No, he didn't. He it got did to, him. It, it didn't. It got he to. Did. No- I'm sorry, Ian. He did. Barry, it got to. You obviously weren't researching hard enough. That got to number four in the in the in, in England. We're talking about, yeah, United Kingdom, yeah. No, give give you a get you, out there. I'll you give you a get out. Research. You mentioned about research. British uh, Guinness Book of British hit singles. Number one, Rock of Eaton Boogie. Nope. In- incorrect. Incorrect. Oh, incorrect. Well, there you go. Then they need to amend this book. They they, they do need to I'm amend that book because that is that is incorrect. It only got to number four in the British charts. Anyway, well, uh, if you let me finish the point I was making, yeah, yeah, stop being yeah, rude and interrupting. Thank, thank you, Barry. I appreciate that. Um, Mr. Blobby had a number one, right? And it was number one longer than Bill Haley's song was at number one. So, so Mr. Blobby's better. Is that is that is that what that means? By your by your um, um, being so married to the chart positions, that means that um, it, it, Mr. Blobby's song is better than Rock Around the Clock because it was number one for longer. No, I think I think that I think the, the charts were more meaningful. That, that oh, was that was the charts were more meaningful. No, they weren't. The charts were less meaningful in the fifties because there were less records being released and less people had um uh, had record players. Do you know what sold more than records in in the, the early fifties? Sheet music. Exactly. Exactly. So people liked the songs, but they didn't necessarily like the singer. And also, the whole the chart positions in the fifties were bought. You bought them. You offered bribes, a little bit of the old payola. They were bought. No, no, no. The chart positions in the 50s are virtually meaningless. Statisticians statisticians, uh, consider the charts in the 50s to be meaningless. The other thing as well was that... The, the, the Again, just, just, just ignoring the points, that, the excellent no, points I'm not, I'm 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 not. Well, no, I'm not. You I'm, are, I'm, I, I make a point and you go, uh, here's another thing. Go on. Well, no, not all. I mean, you move the goalposts yourself sometimes, Ian. Not, not, no, mate. I don't. I, no, Barry. I don't. I just speak facts. No, I mean, I, I think you should allow, uh, uh, you know, a caller just to maybe move them occasionally. I just wanted you to do it. Uh, listen, Barry, you want to move on after every excellent point I make? I'll let you do it. Fine. No, no. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite happy to debate with you on this. I mean, no. I think I've proved my point. Rocker Beaten Boogie was number one. It for wasn't, mate. Weeks. It wasn't. Thirtieth of December, fifty-five. It, but, but, mate. It wasn't. No, okay. Okay. So, c- can I just make the other point, then? Because one of the things that you sort of... Uh, with with Bill Ailey, it was this country and western... Bill Ailey, who had one number one, thing. yes. It was, it was country and western, it was bebop, and it was swing. He saw a bandwagon called rock and roll, and he jumped on it by calling uh, lots of his swing songs, he put the word rock in. Well, again, you could say the thing, same thing with Lonnie Donegan. He moved. No, Lonnie Donegan wasn't a rock. Lonnie Donegan wasn't a. Lonnie Donegan. Hang on a minute. We're not talking. Lonnie Donegan wasn't a rock and roll singer. He was. He was. Um. He played. Uh, I think he played uke. 
No, he not was, ukulele. He played banjo in a jazz band. It was Chris Barber. Yeah, in Chris Barber's jazz band. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, progressed to guitar, and then he um, formed Skiffle. And Skiffle, of course, you know how Skiffle developed, don't you, Barry? Well, it's a sort of light-hearted sing-along blues, isn't it? Incorrect answer. How did Skiffle develop, Barry? Well, it came initially from, from, uh, from again, black music with Lead Incorrect. Belly. Incorrect! Lead Belly is not Skiffle. The word Skiffle in America is completely different to the word Skiffle in the UK. Skiffle is kind of um, a sort of illicit drinking party in America. That's what that means. That's not where the word Skiffle comes from. Uh, I, I can tell you how Skiffle developed. Yeah, I'm listening. So, the jazz bands would play, and um, they would do sets of about 45 minutes an hour, and then they'd uh, want to go and have a little drink and a little refreshment, okay? But because there weren't discos, or, or no one had thought of playing records, because it wasn't so easily done then, that would mean that for 20 minutes there would be silence while everyone was supping up. So what would happen is... Two or three local musicians, or sometimes two or three members of the jazz band, would stand there with a guitar, um, a bass guitar, a double bass, uh, and if they didn't have a double bass, they would improvise with a bit of string and a tea chest, and they would play. And sometimes people in the audience would go, I'd like to come up and play, but I haven't got an instrument. So they'd bring a washboard, and then the term skiffle was just thrown at it. That's how skiffle started. That's totally correct. That's totally correct. And he <laughs> Thank started, you, Barry. He started, he started doing that with Chris Barber. Thank and in these breaks, he started featuring Rock well, Island Lion. Well done, well done, well done, Barry. Well, well, and, well saved, Barry. Well saved there, mate. You, you did all right. Listen, I'm going to let you go because Ian, I feel, I feel, I feel we've done. <laughs> Of all the things I've done... Bill Haley is my equivalent of dressing up as a Nazi. It's the thing that's going to haunt me forever. Um, Bill Haley only had one UK number one. 0344 499 This is Tom Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Bill Haley. I won't say what I said just before the microphones went live, but Bill Haley, huh? thought that was going to be the most controversial topic what we ever done. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can call. Can we can we leave Bill Haley to rest in peace now? Bill Haley and Bill Haley. Bill Haley. Can we leave Bill Haley? To um, uh, to rest in peace now, please. Let's um. Ay 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 ay. Just uh, got to wonder, haven't you? Um, um. Oh 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 oh. I'm enjoying um. I'm enjoying this story a lot. I'm not going to comment too much on it. Just going to just going to read a bit and leave it there. E-cigs, a stroke threat. Oh. I got. I tell you what. I, I got into this terrible argument. Well, not an argument. I load up. I said that I thought vaping was bad, um, and I think it promotes addiction because you are still addicted, and um, I think it normalises addiction. And I'd rather my kids didn't do it. Um, I'd rather they didn't smoke, and I'd also rather they didn't vape because I think it's. I think it's horrendous, uh, and um, I think it looks awful and the arrogance of some of these vapors you've got to walk through that massive 
plume of smoke. It's not smoke, it's vapour. Whatever, it stinks of cherries, I've got to walk through it. Have you ever driven behind someone who's vaping? Oh, it's like God. Thomas the Tank. Isn't it? Isn't it? And I've been saying for about two two or three years... Because everyone's going, oh, but it's, it's, it's not as bad for you as, as smoking... I say, saying, but everyone was saying that when smoking first started, it's not bad for you. It's good for you. Doctors used to used to um, tell people to smoke fags. It's too soon in the the world of vaping to know the long term effects. It's too soon. We don't know. We're starting to know now. E-cigarettes containing nicotine may increase. Uh, but ic- nicotine's in in like um, aubergines. Yes. So, but it's like a tiny, tiny amount, and I'm not smoking it, you idiots. It's not smoke, it's vape. I can't remember the last time I got through a pack of 20 aubergines. I love an aubergine. I'm allergic to aubergines, but not like it kills me, but I just get a very sore roof of the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, com- it's quite a common thing, but I, lo- I love them so much that it's worth, it, it's, it's worth the pain for I the pleasure. a lot of them in Greece. Yuma. Yeah, Yuma. Is yum, that, is that yum, the Greek yum. for aubergine? Um, yeah, I, li- I like an aubergine. But yeah, it's a very sore mouth. Um, e-cigarettes containing nicotine may increase the likelihood of strokes and heart attacks, scientists claim. They warn that vaping with the stimulant could triple the risk of stiffening arteries. Excuse me. Tests on volunteers showed that soon after smoking e-cigs with nicotine, there was a significant rise in blood pressure, heart rate and arterial stiffness. These factors can raise the chances of strokes and heart attacks. But no such effects were seen in those vaping without the addictive cell. Here's the thing, and, and I, I got loads of people on Twitter having a go at me. Jeez. But they were all like, they were like vape podcasts. And but Here's the thing, right? The sad sacks that make up their own liquid that get their ingredients and they pour it and they mix it up and they all oh, make my own flavor jesus go, 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 get a life go and go and do something that, that benefits society like reading up on the one number one hit bill haley had don't do something like that instead of cooking up your own flavors Scient- oh by the way i found a, i found um a really funny Show there's only four episodes. Tim Heidecker again. Mm-hmm. Tim's Kitchen Tips. Oh, oh, it's funny. It's like a YouTube show, and um, he does. Uh, have you seen it, Sam? It's very funny. And he makes. Um, he does like cookery on it, right? And in episode three or something, so he, he goes, um, "Welcome back. Um, I'm Tim Heidecker, and um, uh, today we're going to be making." Uh, honey and mustard dip and uh before that i just want to say to erdigo 69 go f yourself <laughs> i'm putting a lot of time into this show a lot of uh people have uh, given up their time to make this show and you are just posting negative comments so why don't you go and f yourself anyway and it and it's it's just delicious and it's that thing he does so well and i wish i had the skill to do it it's so understated he just plays it perfectly and of course as 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 the four episodes go on the the the, the wheels fall off the thing it's um it's sponsored by pissman's mayonnaise uh, Piss, pissman's mustard 
And it's just, um, it's so funny. I, I, I did it all in, in uh, you can do it all in 25 minutes. And I did, and it was wonderful. Go Watch it on YouTube, guys. It's on um, Amazon as well. Um, scientists in Stockholm, in Sweden, said regular vaping with nicotine li- liquids or being exposed to other people's vapours. Oh, passive vaping could cause lasting damage to blood circulation. Study leader Dr. Magnus Lundbach at Dandide University Hospital, Karolinska Institute, said e-cigarettes are regarded by the general public as almost harmless. Not by me. That means I'm not general public. I'm sergeant public because uh, I have never considered them to be harmless. Never. And there was a, oh, there was a study in the thing the other day about young people that start vaping work up to fags i could have told you i did tell you that it's obvious when you start drinking you 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 after a while you want something a bit stronger and when you it's when you start smoking when you start with silk cut and after a while that doesn't work for you so you go up to camels and then that doesn't work so you go up it's the same way um they say cannabis is a gateway drug i don't know if it is really but you, you you're gonna find very few people who started on heroin it's just you try you try cannabis you think oh, i quite like that i wonder what else is out there and you mix in with other people who go well I've, if you like cannabis i've got a few pills that you might like and the cannabis will sort you out as you go you do it, it, it could, uh, why don't i run the world that's what i want to know why don't they let me rule the world i would sort all of this stuff out Instead, it's the Bill Haley lot, isn't it? It's the Bill Haley Brigade. I think there's a conspiracy among... Someone is on some forum somewhere. Actually, no, they're not, because Bill Haley fans wouldn't know how to use a computer. They're writing letters. They're, they're looking up... Their, their, they are, they're writing... They're, they're, they're trying to send telegrams. They're, and they're looking, up, they're looking up facts in books. What time do they do that? Uh, they do it at one o'clock, and then at two o'clock... And then at three o'clock, then they rock. Then they do it at four o'clock. Then again at five o'clock. And then at six o'clock, they rock. Then at seven o'clock, they do it again. And that goes for eight o'clock. Nine o'clock. Ten o'clock. Also, I believe it goes for 11 o'clock. And t- basically, they do it all, all around the clock. Gosh, they must be really tired. Or no wonder I, they're grumpy. Or as I like to say, all around the cock. He added, um, however, evidence is suggesting adverse health effects. Oh. He added, we speculate that chronic exposure to e-cigarettes with nicotine may cause permanent effects on arterial stiffness. Our results underline the necessity of maintaining a critical and cautious attitude towards e-cigarettes. Here's the thing. It's it meeting the new boss the same as the old boss. The parting on the left is now the parting on the right. There's The Who have got a song for every occasion, and this is, is absolutely right. The people... The, here's the thing. 
cigarette companies were were getting terrified because they were losing billions of pounds because of um people wanting to quit smoking and people stopping smoking the laws against the packaging of smoking the fact that when you walk into a petrol station now you can't see cigarettes they're all locked up also smoking indoors is really yeah. restricted yeah 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 so the, the cigarette companies were bricking themselves right thinking well how do we turn this around and fair play they've come up with a they've just they've reinvented smoking for the digital age and you suckers are falling for it did the nhs start giving them out on prescription there was was talk about it i I think there was pressure and i would like to believe that the nhs didn't but there was pressure there was pressure for them to do it oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio the wild man of late night radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk a guy called the blind blogger now he's tweeted us a few times hasn't he he's tweeted us i think he's a little bit i don't i don't want to say i think he's obsessed with me and and who wouldn't be in this day and age who wouldn't be um well he's a very he's got very potty um potty fingers very potty fingers you really are a poisonous He's also an idiot, by the way, and as you'll see as I read his tweet out. You really are a poisonous, odious little oik, Ian Lee. No, it's not about Bill Haley. I, I tolerated you until you started ripping hashtag vaping. And then here's the thing that... that I mean, that, that to me says idiot anyway, but here's the thing that, um, that, that proves he's an idiot. Be aware of facts shit face be aware of facts i think he's he's sending me more tweets now for a self-confessed junkie gosh ian lee you really are by the way by the way what's the date today um 12th 12th Two weeks and one day, it'll be 13 years that since uh, uh, a narcotic went up my nose, down my mouth hole, or um, up my bum. I didn't have a bum. Um, 13 years. Uh, on the, I think it's the 27th or the 26th. Here's the fun thing. I can never actually remember the date. For a self-confessed junkie. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. You really are... I, I like when he says junkie as though it's an insult. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, was, I was a junkie. Oh, yeah. For a self-confessed junkie. You really are ignorant about drugs, and more especially, hashtag vaping. Your ignorance is harmful to your health. <laughs> here we go. Now, here come the vape people again. Here come the vape people. He's seriously upset about vaping, says Janine, who doesn't follow me. Or uh, she does follow me now. What a moron. Um, Alan, the blind bogger. Phone up, dude. Phone up. Here's, here's an idea. Instead of... Um, being the keyboard warrior, instead of being the braille big man, why don't you pick up the telephone and instead of throwing around insults and, and, um, curt little digs at my, my past as, um, a, a failed drug user, because that's what I was. I couldn't use drugs successfully. Instead of doing that, why don't you, um, why don't you, why don't you phone up? Oh, I know why. You just do a little, you do your little blog, you do your little hashtags, and you get all your mates to come and have a go at me. Meanwhile, in the real world, 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in the real world, um, people are phoning up. 0344 499 1000. Uh, uh, we go. Be aware of facts. <laughs> Alan, phone, phone, phone up, dude. Phone up. Instead of sending me silly little tweets and things like that, phone up. He's getting awfully sweary considering you're just reading out a scientific paper by people yeah. who are trained to deal in fact. Yeah, I- exactly. Um... Prove anything with evidence, can't you? Oh, I can see. Ah, yes. I ah, I see, Alan. Alan, I see. I've just clicked on your timeline and you're a poisonous little jerk. <laughs> That's what I can see. You won't phone in because you're a coward. I can see. And you, good, good luck. I hope your, your, your vote gets, what's her name? Anne-Marie Waters, the leadership of UKIP. I hope that works for you, buddy. Good luck there. Um, <laughs> I'd better be careful. He might send me a nasty tweet later on, Catherine. <gasps> he might send me a nasty sweary tweet because he hasn't got the balls to phone up. Might hashtag his mates oh, in. Oh, God, no, please don't. I'll have to spend 32 seconds muting people. Ah, terrifying. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to... Um, he says... Uh, one of these days I'll give him a bell. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't, Alan, because um, cowards like you don't. You like to sit into your keyboard. Keyboard warriors. It's fine. It's fine. I, on the other hand, am not a 15-year-old schoolgirl. I will not be going crying Excuse home me. to mummy. That's insulting to 15-year-old schoolgirls. Thank girls. you very much indeed. Um, again, the newspaper e a stroke threat. I'm just reading the newspaper story and just expressing an opinion. Oh, but some people don't like free speech. Isn't it funny? The people that claim to like free speech the most are the ones that are most scared of it. I find that really sad. I find that really sad that, that, that they, they, they fight for free speech. But only if you agree with what those lunatics say. Because you can't say anything these days, can you? Mm, well, you can, here's the thing. You can say everything these days. Can't talk about Muslims. Yes, you can. Can't, you can say whatever you want. You know. Oh, man alive. 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. And here's the thing as well. When you when you comment on idiots and arseholes and cowards, they think they've got up your nose. He's just said, I've got right up your nose, haven't I? No, no, but... I would say that. So you, you, you're sitting there with your little boner stroking away with your tweezers thinking you've up. You, you've, dude, trust me. As soon as the show finishes, I'm turning the computer off. I'm off home. That's it. You, you, you will not invade my head at all. You're horrible. Horrible coward. Here's a little secret. It's kind of part of our job to read Twitter. <laughs> I don't think you're getting paid for your part in it, are you? Oh, Alan, I, I'm not. I'm not the one who's upset, darling. It's you. All right. So just calm down. Why don't you go and carry on your little addiction? Go and go and go and indulge in your little addiction. I've beaten my most of my addictions, not all of them, but I've, I've beaten the most toxic ones. And I, I, I pray that you. Uh, that you get the same. I, I pray that you find the release and the freedom that I had. By the way, hashtag freedom of expression, as it says on your Twitter bio. But I'm not agreeing with you, so 
you disagree with that. Um, I'm going to mute you now, Alan. Um, when you call in, we'll have a discussion. OK, let's do that. Um, but of course you won't because you're a little bit scared. Good evening, Harry. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Oh, it's Harry, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, you're totally right about vaping. It's terrible. Yep. Um, it led me to smoking. I'm getting off smoking now. I'm trying to get off vaping. Um, I'm selling my massive piece. The small piece which I have is just... You're selling your massive piece? Yeah, basically it works in stages. There's the big ones which produce vapour. Yes. Um, and then there's the small ones for the nicotine hit. Yep. Um, so the big one, I'm, I'm getting rid of. I hardly use it. Um, I used to carry it around with me the whole day. Um, now I just use it be- just before I go to bed for, t- yes. for two minutes. Um, but unfortunately, I'm on my small one, so tell those dicks on Twitter to get lost. Um, uh, are you allowed to... Are you a, a cigarette's kosher? Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. It's a leaf. Okay. Um... Um, well, just stop smoking, dude. I'm trying my best. I'm down to three cigarettes a day. Well, there you go. Get down to no cigarettes a day and you'll feel a whole lot better. But I know it's tough. It's a, t- it's a, it's yeah, a it's, tough it's one, giving up smoking. I, it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was one of the hardest things for me, but, um... How I, did you do it? i tell you how I did it. I, um, gave up drinking drugs first for about six months and then I right. read, I read the Alan Carr um, easy way to stop smoking book. I read that and I read it 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 and I stopped smoking. Right, so that's on my list for tomorrow. <laughs> Do it, Harry. And I think another thing is stop saying giving up. You've stopped. You're stop stopping. That's by it. saying giving up to yourself, it's like there's a sacrifice there and that you're going to be missing out. You stop. You stop. Read the book. Is, and the is thing there, is, you, is there no sacrifice there? No, no. no but there's everything to gain. There's only benefit. There's only benefit, brother. Because you but get your health it back. Is a, it is a quick stress relief. No, it's not. It's not. It doesn't relieve any stress whatsoever. The only stress it relieves is the stress that builds up because you've not had your nicotine fix. That's it. That's it it's not relaxing you, like, oh, I've got a, an exam, uh, so I'm going to have a cigarette before I go in. All it's doing is just giving you the nicotine that has dropped down. That's the only relief you get. The other thing is, it's making you breathe deeply, which is always good for you. That's very true. So just breathe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, try, try the book, and you re- you smoke while you're reading um uh while you're reading but i actually went to the co- here's the thing i went to the course because it's like something like 300 yeah. quid for the day and if you start smoking within three months they they give you your money back uh, uh yeah they give you your money back and i went and i started smoking again f- in f- within four months so i couldn't get my money back but I, but then i thought oh well there's something in this then um and so having done that day when I did eventually give up smoking, which was maybe about a year later, two years later, I read the book and really read the book and focused on that, and it did I, it. I know three people who gave up thanks to that book. Yeah, yeah. What's his secret, though? Well, stopping. It's just stopping and changing the way you think about it. Like Kath said, right. you are not giving up anything. You are only benefiting. Right, I Do it, man. Okay, thanks for your help. Thank you very much indeed, Harry. Right. Happy to be of service to you. And don't you listen. Someone's... <laughs> God. Oh, uh, uh, oh, God. Someone's just posted a picture of Bill Haley vaping. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Jamie. 
Thank you very much indeed. He was the sort, though, wasn't he? Um, Danny's <laughs> listening with his mum. I'm listening with my mum. She doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Danny's mum. I, I guess I guess I'm not to everybody's um, taste. Uh, maybe this will work, Danny's mum. Do you, uh, I think we should send all the Muslims back. What do you reckon? That might get her on side. Do you think it works for some people? And I'm glad. I, I just, I just hope Brexit happens soon. It can't happen soon enough for me, and I don't care if we're. It, I, it w- I would happily be worse off financially if it meant we had our sovereignty back. There we go. How's about them apples? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call this evening. Will tonight be a lock-in? I don't know. There's a strong vibe earlier on. It, I feel it's, it's, it's a little bit. You know who killed it? Bill Ailey. Bill Ailey. Flipping hell. Women feel that they're sexiest in red. You've been wearing red a lot recently. I do wear red a Have lot. You, do you feel sexy? No, I've just always worn it because I'm a very pasty girl. And most confident in black. Okay. Um, well, this hasn't uh, got the conversation uh, up again like I, ho- I hoped it would. I like um, wearing a lot of colours, but I can honestly say um, I don't ever feel turned on by wearing red. What colour turns me on? Green, actually. Bright green. Well, when you're wearing it. You're oh, like, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I love oh, myself. Well, so I'm not allowed to wear green trousers. <laughs> red is the most... Popular for birthday parties, while black just pips it for a night out. Fashion psychologist. I love these. I'm not one of these people that's going to knock a fashion psychologist. Good for you, Professor Karen Pine. Well done. We we need to come up with a reason this week to get that um, boozologist on. Remember that young lady we yeah, had on for the pina... Oh, by the way, you know the P- Pina Colada song is in an advert now? Yes, I so, heard it. So the boys... It's on all the time. So the boys are singing it constantly. <laughs> but they call it, um... Uh, peanut Nanada. Oh. Do you like Peanut Nanada? They love it, so they're singing it. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad they're using that in an advert. Good for them. Fashion psychologist Professor Karen Pine said red makes us feel lively and dynamic in the mood for celebrating and flirting, and in some instances, even makes women moist. What? The survey... I'm just reading the story. The survey of 1,100 women... Okay, here we go. All these surveys, whenever you get a survey, it's always paid for by a company, right? And sometimes you see the company go, oh, yeah, 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 I see where they've done that. Here's The survey of 1,100 women for antiperspirant brand Shaw. Oh, you know why? Why? Because... It doesn't leave stains on red or black clothes. Boom. Found that um, they take an average of 20... Oh, boy, I'm bored of that now. How much are you paying? I'll say what you want me to say. I would... I I will happily... By the way, I will happily um, be corrupted for cash. Yeah. I, I will say absolutely anything for money. Anything for money. Here's the, years ago, when I still used to get TV voiceovers, I don't get them so much, for ads. That was where the money was in, in the early 2000s. That was where you get a TV ad. That was where the money was. You don't get anything. You, you, the best you'll get a couple of grand now, which is still a lot of money. But, but I'm talking back then, you could have got 50, 60, 70. For an RAC ad I did, oh, flipping out. I got 250 quid every time they showed it on A to B. 
we RAC to it. 250 quid every time it was shown. And when I saw it on um, uh, uh, on an advert break during Coronation Street, I thought, ah, I'm quids in here. I'm quids in here. And do you know what? I, I lost that after about two a year, 18 months. And years later, I met the woman who was in charge of the campaign. And she said, we loved working with you, but your agent demanded too much money in the end and we had to stop. What the heck? And that's the first you knew of it. Yeah, it was. Unbelievable. But I was um, offered a McDonald's voiceover. It was when I was a vegetarian and when I was still believed I had um, scruples. And I ummed and ahed and I ummed and ahed and I ummed and ahed. And after a day I went, ah, I'll do it. And they said, oh, no, it's gone now. They've given it to someone else. Would you ever do a, um, like, gambling or... Yep. Um, what about uh, no win, no fee? Yep. Would you do payday loans? Uh, so now that... Hmm... Uh, that's a good question. Um, if they ask me, how much are they going to pay me? Oh, um, does it matter? Yeah, yeah, it does. Of course it does. Um, it, I, I would, it, it would have to be a substantial so amount of money. you 90s money. Oh, mate, I'm, yeah, baby, I'm there. I am there. Yeah, I would, I would. Isn't that, uh, uh, isn't that terrible? Would you let me use your face? Sorry? Would you let me use your face? Yeah. Yeah, no, I would, I would, because I'm a commodity. I'm a commodity, you know. I, I and, I, and that people may think less of me because of that. And I'm sorry, but I'm a, I'm a commodity. You know, I'm not going to go and do an advert for like, you know, child pornography or torture or something. I don't tend to advertise that. No, though they keep that very on the lowdown. But um, so I wouldn't go and do that. But um, payday loan, yeah, sure. Need need money? Need it quick? Well, so you, do I. <laughs> that's why I'm here. I'm not. A sad case like you. I don't need to go and speak to, to money sharks. <laughs> I'll do that quite happily. Okay. Let's let you into a secret, guys. We were toying with the idea of tonight being the first ever lock-in, but I just feel the vibe as the last 35 minutes... No, the last hour, we all know to blame. Two people, both uh, names begin with B, Bill and Barry. Um, the vibe has, has disappeared from the show. So tonight... Isn't going to be the first lock-in. There'll be no one o'clock rock. There will be none. But I've got a feel. I've just. I'm just feeling it in my waters. We might have a lock-in this week. I'm just. I've, I, we've, this is a strong start to the week. A very, very strong start to the week, as in terms of of uh, this silly little radio show we call the Late Night Alternative. And if this is what we're pumping out on a Monday. God knows what we're going to be uh, spitting in your face on a Wednesday. Can't do it Thursday night because I've got to take the kids to school on Friday. A slacker. <laughs> We've got to have some sort of realism. But, but, but. Uh, dear listener, thank you very much. I thoroughly enjoyed this. You know this is all show. You know this is all pantomime. I hope you do anyway. I hope no one is losing any sleep over any of the things that have been said tonight. It's all a little bit of uh, show and tell. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio.